All right, here we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast, episode 66. The greatest podcast in the history of mankind. I guess it's the only podcast in the history of mankind, but it's the greatest podcast in the history of mankind. According to my mom, she's a fan. Uh, not just kidding. Actually, my mom's never watched this fucking show, so uh, fuck you, mom. She'll never see that. How's everybody doing tonight? Hope everybody's fucking good. Did you have a good weekend? I didn't do fucking shit. I watched The Watchmen last night. It was pretty good. Can't fucking complain. Been drinking tons of fucking black coffee like a psychopath. What's up, everybody? Alfred Gonzalez, how you doing? Dead man, the uh, hecka heck. I can't pronounce that, goddammit. You guys gotta have some simpler fucking names. I'm, I'm not much on book learning. I'm just a simple boy from Mississippi. Hey, I love you, Patty Anderson. Thank you for joining me. What's everybody doing there? Guess I'll go ahead and start the show. Got a lot of good stuff to talk about tonight. Gonna talk about the Tim Pool debate, quote-unquote, that he had with Sam Cedar. Don't know why the fuck he did that. I mean, I know why he did that. I guess I'll talk about it in a minute. It's mainly because it doesn't matter what he says. His fan base of conservative chuds would just back him regardless of what the fuck he says. It doesn't matter if it's logical or reasonable or doesn't matter if he gets owned or not. That's why debates are silly. And we're going to talk about uh, Jordan Peterson's daughter, Michaela. I think that's how you pronounce her name. She is dating the worst human being in the history of humanity. It's insane how douchey the motherfucker she's dating is. He's like famous for being douchey. So we're going to have a little fun with that. And uh, lots of other shit to talk about. Going to go through all this shit. So it should be a fucking good show. But as always, you want to support the show? Best way to support it is through Patreon, patreon.com, front slash podcast, up to $836. I really appreciate everybody who's donating, everybody who's supporting the show. It means a lot. I'm going to try to continue to do this for as long as I can so I don't have to go get a fucking job at Walmart. Don't want to be a Walmart greeter even though I got the white hair and I can fucking rock that shit. Welcome to Walmart. I love you. And, uh, of course, Super Chats. Light blue of the show, Super Chats, no questions dodged, every question answered. At the bottom of the chat, there's a little dollar sign, you click on that. Donate, couple bucks, ten bucks, thousand bucks, whatever you can afford. It's like tipping me, it's like you're at a rock concert. You're like, holy shit, Dusty, you're entertaining the fuck out of me. This is some excellent entertaining motherfucker. Here's a dollar or two to help you out with your cute little animals and shit you're rescuing. Really appreciate it, really helps a lot with the show, really helps me keep going. So be sure to Super Chat me and ask me questions that I'm going to be embarrassed by and don't know the answers to. See if you can stop the band. And uh, also, if you don't have enough money to fucking help me, you poor motherfuckers. That's the problem with doing a show like this. Um, I'm doing a show that mainly appeals to poor people because, you know, super rich people want to support people like Tim Pool, people who are advocating their own interest, making sure that they keep every single penny they suck out of the system like the fucking monetary hoarders they are. And of course, I'm for the common man, you know. I'm for people getting socialized medicine and benefits and, yeah, no, a robust social safety net. And usually that appeals to poor motherfuckers, so nobody got any money to help me out. So if you ain't got no fucking money, get on board with Al Gore rhythm. Al Gore's got some badass fucking rhythm. You go, Al Gore, with your sexy ass dancing. Shake that money, mate. So, uh, hope that's not too fucking loud. I guess I just turned that shit down. YouTube only cares about engagement, folks. It only cares about if you like or dislike videos or leave comments and shit. So be sure to like the fucking video. Why have you not liked the video already? Do that shit. Upvote, downvote. It don't really fucking matter. Upvotes are better than outvotes or downvotes are better than nothing. So leave a comment if you're watching this shit. 
pre-recorded. If you're not watching it live, be sure to leave a fucking comment for the algorithm. And if you're watching it live, be sure to join us in the chat. We usually have a bunch of cool people in the fucking chat. What is that noise? Shut the fuck up. Who is talking? Eat a dick. Nobody wants to hear you fucking talk, goddammit. Anyway. Yeah, there we go. That's creepy as fuck. No, it's not. Al Gore's cool as shit, man. Fucking South Park. <sighs> Goddamn, the Republicans at South Park. Most people don't know this, but apparently uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone are Republicans, and that's why they shit all over Al Gore. Al Gore was just trying to warn us about global warming way ahead of time before all this shit happens, and they made a fool out of him and shit on him. Uh, fuck them. Fuck South Park. Even though the new episodes, I guess, were pretty good. They're getting more and more uh, progressive, so that's good to see. What's up, John Smith? How are you doing? That's creepy as fuck. I already said that. Um, all right. I guess I'll read the super chats, the few super chats I have. Uh, Breaking Bat 09499. Sorry for missing the last two shows. I'm here now. No forgiveness. Where's your loyalty, dude? Drop everything you've ever had to do in your life and watch this show. It's the least you can do, right? Thank you for that. Give me another 499. Was just in Louisiana with my country family. Love it. Hey, do you got some jambalaya? I guarantee. Hells yeah. Thank you for that. Dexter War gave me $10 Canadian, which is like a million dollars in U.S., I'm pretty sure. And he said, voted NDP today in the Canadian elections. NDP. I don't know what the fuck that is. Is that uh, Trudeau? I assume you voted for Trudeau. People get mad at me because I make fun of his blackface, but I still like Trudeau. I think he's better than the other candidates, so hope he wins. Appreciate that, Dexter. And Breaking Bad 094. Sorry about the bad grammar. Haha, <laughs> my fingers making it hard to type. No problem. I usually use a uh, speech to text and goddamn it, everything hates my southern accent so it can never type what I want it to say correctly. But it's okay. Everybody understands what the fuck I'm saying. So, uh, yeah. Remember to like and subscribe, hit the bell, all that shit's important. So anyway, why did you call me poor? I'm not calling you poor. You're actually supporting me. I'm calling everybody else who can't afford to support me on the Super Chats poor. So thank you for that, Jody. You are amazing. So let's go ahead and kick the show off. Um... Tim Pool debated Sam Cedar. You know, most people are scared to debate Sam Cedar, but not Tim Pool. Brave-ass Tim Pool. Bald, hilariously bald Tim Pool. Stepped up to the plate. He's like, fuck yeah, I'm going to debate Sam Cedar. And it was terrible. It was fucking awful. Um, here's a short version, the Reader's Digest version of it, if you don't want to watch it. Basically, it's this. He got unmasked by the Scooby-Doo gang, and it turns out, yep, He's a MAGA hat shud. Shocker, folks. I know you can't believe it because everybody knows Tim Pool's a giant-ass liberal, right? He's basically a socialist, according to the quartering. But no, no, he's not. If you ever looked at Tim Pool's channel, you know he's just a right-wing shill. He's a Trump-supporting right-wing shill. And this debate was no exception to that. It was just ridiculous in every fucking possible way that something could be ridiculous. So if you ever look at Tim Pool's channel, Tim Pool has no problem looking into the minds of liberals and deciding what they think and then using his version of the truth to shit on them over it. No problem whatsoever. His entire fucking page is nothing but liberals suck, liberals suck, liberals suck. Republicans are fucking awesome. But when it comes to debate, when it comes to Trump, basically the entire debate was, hey, I'm not a mind reader. I don't know what the fuck was in Trump's head. I can't judge him regardless of what he says and the fact that his own people have basically admitted to the fact that it was a quid pro quo. No, man. Don't fucking judge him unless you have all the information in the universe in your brain, which nobody has. You can't possibly know. So 
just a double fucking standard, totally goddamn ridiculous. And uh, I agree with uh, Valencia. Debate sucks. I'm not a big fucking fan of debate. I used to think that the marketplace of ideas would solve all our problems. The best ideas win in the end, but that's not how it fucking works, folks. The best ideas don't win in the end. The ideas that are simplest to understand for the masses win in the end. Because life is nuanced, you know, and uh, no one wants nuance, or at least most people don't. Most people just want simple to understand bite-sized sound bites that they can understand and quickly regurgitate to their friends to sound smart. It has nothing to do with the truth. So... I agree with her. I hate debate. The format sucks. It's not informative. It values presentation over truth, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I tried. I really tried to listen to Tim Pool versus Sam Suter. Tim Pool is not capable of adult conversation. If he debated flat earth, he wouldn't be sure if the earth even existed. And that's exactly right. Like, I don't know anything. I don't know nothing about birth and no babies. That's Tim Pool. I'm dumb as shit when it comes to criticizing the right, but it comes to criticizing the left. Oh my God, I know exactly what they're fucking thinking. They're all fucking evil. The left has goddamn gone crazy. So let's take a look at a few of this bullshit debate. Um, first of all, this is fucking frustrating. I, I, I agree with Tim Pool. Uh, I can't get over how pedantic and illogically nitpicky Tim Pool is. On the phone call, Trump made a Ukraine president and withholding of aid. Can we prove it was connected to the Ukraine? Yes. Just listen to it first, and then I'll just dunk on this motherfucker, because this is insanely ridiculous. What's the connection between withholding of aid and Ukraine that we can, we can, we can prove in court? We don't uh, have it. Okay, I'll answer that. Uh, Trump's basically like, hey, I want you to do me a favor. Look into the Bidens. He said that himself, and that's in the own transcript that Trump released. And even his own people came out and said, yes, this was basically a quid pro quo, and the United States does it all the fucking time. They're not, they weren't even trying to deny it. So, yes, it can easily be proven. That's the reason he held back the aid to Ukraine. Totally ridiculous, but Tim Pool's like, how can we know anything? Are we even alive right now? Does the Earth even fucking exist? Where am I? Because, you know, when it comes to Trump, he's a fucking ridiculous shill. What's the connection between withholding of aid and Ukraine that we can, we can, we can prove in court? We don't have to prove hearing. it in court. In, in an impeachment hearing, can we prove it? Yes. We can prove that he withheld it. Yes. Can we promote? Can we prove it's connected in any way to Ukraine? Well, first off, we don't. Need <laughs> yes, he was talking to the Ukrainian president. We can. <laughs> we can prove that he withheld the aid to Ukraine because it had something to do with the fucking Ukraine. What the fuck? Like, how is this even real? Need to for it to be impeachable. He had some reason. You say maybe it was because the carpenter. I don't know what the reason is. or something. Yeah, I don't he, know what it is. But he didn't have the right to do that. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I, I can't imagine what it could have possibly been. You know, Trump is such a good faith actor that I, I can't imagine why he would have withheld the, the money for the U. Yes, you can. You, you know exactly why he did it, Tim Pool. You're just a liar, basically. You, you, you're a millionaire right now because conservatives paid you a million dollars to set up a bullshit website. And you would do whatever you can to shill, no matter how ridiculous it is, to your right-wing fan base. And like, if you look at the comments... People are like, oh my God, Temple destroyed him. And it's all conservatives, of course. You know, no fucking liberal, no fucking, nobody on the left thinks Temple won this debate in any possible way. But it, like I said, it doesn't matter what the fuck he says. Uh, it just matters that he's on their team and he could literally come out and he could shit in his hand and smear it all over the screen. And they were like, oh, oh my God, he owns Sam Cedar with his poop. It's exactly what they do. It's such a lowbrow audience. For, you're all right, you I, I, but I agree with you. That. I said I agree with you several you times. You him for that. Yeah, yeah. Also, yeah, 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 yeah. Just such a fucking weasel, this guy. God damn it, Temple. Take the beanie off, dude. Seriously, it's just getting fucking sad at this point. It's so obvious. You're so goddamn insecure about your baldness, and you're a millionaire. 
you know that it only costs five thousand dollars to get a hair transplant, right, dude? Holy shit! And anyway, of course, Tim Pool did not show up to this debate prepared in any way whatsoever. He showed up prepared to lie, to lie his ass off for Trump in every way he could possibly lie. And so he basically continuously lies about polling data, and he gets caught up by Sam Cedar and uh, proven wrong over and over and over again. And here's one example of it. Tried to have a real conversation with Sam to to kind of break down what our crime, at the least somebody. Debate. We know that over fifty percent now of um, of Americans in polls according to Donald Trump. Excuse me. According to which poll? Right. So there's like thirteen, and they Fox, teeter between Fox News poll, Fox News poll, for example, Democrats. <laughs> okay. Well, you don't Fox News poll. I don't believe Fox News poll is too biased towards the left. So that's the one I can't take into fucking consideration. The Fox News poll, of course. Tim Pool just looking for any excuse he can to ignore and dismiss information that goes against his own ridiculous narrative. He's about to get owned about it. I don't like the polls, but you show me the polls. I mean, it's very. It's, it's the, the aggregate is around forty-three percent. No, no, it's not. The aggregate is not around 43%. He just lies. He has no idea what the fuck he's talking about. He didn't even bother to look up anything before the show started, before the debate started. And he's just going to fucking lie for Trump. The aggregate is 43. Nope. True. Uh, polling on impeachment. Morning consult. Fox right. News, which you think is... You did you, did, so so, but, but, so here, here's what I typically do when I use polls. Because of the problems of 2016, because Nate Silver and Russ Mason are fighting online, because Zogby relaunched, you okay. got to check the methodology right. on these. So polls don't mean anything. you got to check the methodology. But he did. He didn't check the ideology on it. He didn't check the methodology on any of this stuff. He didn't do any of that. He didn't research any. He's just lying his ass off because that's what he does. Fine. A Let's little bit. Assume... A little bit. Well, all right. It's, it's, it is, it's admittedly tough. Whatever. Uh, whatever you want to say. Either the polls are, are screwy. There, there's, there's people oversampling so here's, the polls. So here, here's, here's the core the, issue. Right? The, we're, not, we're not talking about what I want. We're talking about what's happening in this country. Fox News, for instance, is a bad example because, according to the New York Post, they owe that 48 percent of the people in that survey were Democrats when 36 percent of the country are Democrats, giving an oversampling, which then brings the number down to around 43, which is in line with the aggregate for most other polls. And you don't so think they adjust for that? They, they did not adjust for that. They stated as much. What about the morning consult one? So, so these are all individual polls. I, I, I tend to prefer aggregates, but I'll, but I'll entertain well, any individual poll Let's for sure. Let's see what the aggregate. Yeah, do it to it. Do it to it. Um, where would you like to go? Would you tell me what is a legit source? Uh, let's see if this real, real clear politics have an aggregate on this one. Oh so it's the, the average is fifty-two percent. Okay, so it's actually yeah. two points higher than I thought it was. <laughs> right. My, my only concern is okay, well, my only concern is now he's proven wrong. He was like it was forty-four percent. I know what I'm talking about right now. He talks so confidently, like he fucking knows. No. You can't trust polls. Look, look, I'm a fucking intellectual. And what you have to do when you're an intellectual is you have to look at the aggregate of the polls, which I have clearly done before I did this debate with you. But you didn't. He didn't at all. You're just a lying fucking motherfucking shill, goddammit. Who the fuck is supporting Tim? I mean, I know it's conservatives. I guess I don't have to advance that question. Second bit. Let me, yeah. let me go now, all right? Because we just did your little thing here where we unskewed the polls and we mm -hmm. found that the majority of Americans do want him impeached. So he gets butt-fucked right there, uh, and then in a minute he gets butt-fucked again. Repeatedly butt-fucked constantly, Tim butt-fucked pool. That should be his new nickname. And, uh, yep, good God, not even two minutes after Tim cast, is wrong about the aggregate polls for impeachment by more than 10%. He fumbles, well, it's not, it's not more than, he said 44 and it was 52. That's only 8%, I guess, in his uh, <laughs> defense, quote-unquote. Uh, anyway, so then he fumbles the favorability rating of uh, of Trump um, immediately, lying again about the polls. Anything he can possibly do to shill for Trump and make him look better than he is. The idea that you can nationalize 
the race in Senate races and in congressional races by having every Democrat running against a Republican say, did you vote to protect Donald Trump, who has, as you know, I think you'll acknowledge very bad favorability ratings. And for Trump? Yes. According to the New York Times, his favorability is up since the time he was elected. No, no. <clears throat> Wrong. Temple, like, does he not read or does is he just is he making this stuff up or is he just misremembering or, or what is it? What is this guy's problem? He is still underwater in favorability ratings. But higher than when he got elected. Great. No. He is still underwater in favorability uh, uh, ratings. Um, and look, <laughs> so he's looking at he's fact checking himself in real time and he looks it up and then you can see his eyes. Oh, shit, I'm wrong. I'm wrong again. Oh, my God. It's almost like I'm making a fool out of myself. And I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. So you're going to have the opportunity for every Senate candidate and every House candidate say you voted to protect Donald oh, shit. Trump. That little, mi- little micro expression on his face. Person my lip. I'm wrong. I just saw again. I typed it twice. And the second source shows me I'm wrong again. Uh, oh, no. This isn't going well. It's a fucking dumpster fire. 52% of the aggregate right. polling at this point. And we're only two weeks into this. Wow. Right? It's gone up significantly. Even amongst Republicans. Has it gone Trump's, Trump's favorability went down. Uh, by about four points on January 4th, but till today, uh, oh, is this time is way off, what is this? Oh, this, I'm sorry, never mind, continue. RCP gave me the wrong information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they gave you the wrong information, mm-hmm. Anyways, so, um... <laughs> Anyways, you fucking moron, let's continue with what I was saying. You continue to interrupt me with your stupid fucking bullshit that you did no research on whatsoever. And, uh... Let's see... I'm going to show you guys some more clips from this. Um, oh, yeah. Here's them discussing voting for the lesser of evils. Temple's basically like, you know, I don't give a shit. I'm not voting for any evil whatsoever. You know, even if it, one person is vastly better than the other, if they are bad in any possible way, I'm not going to vote for them. So I guess Temple doesn't vote because every fucking candidate is bad in their own way. So since Temple doesn't want to support any kind of... Uh, harm or evil whatsoever clearly temple doesn't vote and really shouldn't be taken very seriously in my opinion that you could be sure was going to uh, create 10 concentration camps uh or would you vote or would you or would you vote for someone who would create five concentration camps or would, you not, <laughs> or would you not vote and not vote i would vote for someone who is going to create less concentration camps. So you're you're willing to put your weight behind somebody who's going to make concentration camps? No, I'm not willing to put I'm I'm willing to put my weight behind diminishing the number of concentration camps. I think that before you go, it's a really great point that I think may separate it's utilitarianism versus deontologism that you he, he tries so hard to sound smart here, but he doesn't sound smart because he's a fucking moron. You're quantifying versus I'm not. You see what I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying your philosophical standard is the minimization of harm, yes, you and mine is wrong. more about the individual is the small, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm curious about the second part of that. <laughs> Let me replay that because I talked over it. But no, nobody knows what you mean because you're a fucking idiot. Even Sam's like, no. He's like, you know what I mean? Uh, no, I don't know what you mean because what you said was stupid. That's a really great point that I think may separate. It's utilitarianism versus deontologism that you, you, you're quantifying versus I'm not. You see what I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying... Your philosophical standard is the minimization of harm, and mine is more about the individual is the small, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm curious about the second part of that. You said, you know what I mean, because I really don't. Oh, so, mine is so about minimization there's two, 
arm. The, the, the two philosophies about feeling the in, uh, like violating the harm. ethics of an individual is violating ethics regardless. And yours is minimization of harm is better. So utilitarian versus deontological. From my standpoint, committing yeah, one unethical I, act is a violation of principle and ethics that can't be crossed. But I will admit there's not like a hard line. It's, 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 you know. is, um, I think that is silly, to be honest with they're, you. I mean, I, I respect you, you know, but they're very strong philosophical uh, positions held well, by most I, people. I, that I, kind of, I believe that less suffering is better and that I am willing to... I'll, I'll, I will myself. tell you something you won't like to hear, though. I'm willing to sell myself if that, uh, uh, that's the outcome. But, but I'll, I'll tell you something you're not going to want to hear, and, and I admit it's, it's uh, I'll, I'll call it dickish. Uh, utilitarianism is typically the villain in most movies. I don't care. <laughs> Classic, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, but you're the bad guy in movies. Uh, who gives a fuck about What are you even talking about? What are you bringing that up for, you fucking idiot? This is basically a similar argument that goddamn Valsh made to me about uh, veganism and vegetarianism when he was on my show about how there's no ethical consumption under capitalism. So I'm explaining, well, yeah, okay, capitalism is bad, but there are some choices you can make that are better than others, and not harming animals is better than harming animals. And he's like, nah. Every decision you make under capitalism is bad anyway, so why even try to be even slightly fucking better? Well, goddammit, that's how you make the world better, right? That's how you make the world a better place, by doing small incremental changes that make the world better, even if you can't do the grand things to make the world perfect. You're never going to fucking make the world perfect. You just have to go for the less evil, right? That's the logical stance to take. But anyway, horrible debate where Tim Pool got crushed in every way humanly possible, just fucking embarrassing. And uh, I agree with this. This is me after watching this fucking debate. The fact of the matter is, it's I'm going to jump off a building. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, it's I'm going to jump off a building. That's exactly how I feel. I want to jump off a fucking building after watching that lame-ass bullshit. So, uh, anyway... Then Tim Pool, this is how to do with the debate, but since we're dunking on Tim Pool, this is so fucking stupid. Just anything, anything you can to, to, to chill for his narrative. He's like, deplatforming does not work. People like to point to Milo as proof he still has a massive YouTube channel, or but he still has a massive YouTube channel. He just doesn't do any work on it. Laura is still working and raising money on Twitter. So basically, deplatforming doesn't work because Milo has a YouTube channel up that hasn't been deplatformed yet. He's using an example of somebody who hasn't been deplatformed on a certain platform as an example of how deplatforming doesn't work. It's so fucking stupid. Yeah, because Milo doesn't get any views on his YouTube channel. That somehow proves deplatforming doesn't work, despite the fact that Milo has been very explicit about how well deplatforming has worked. He's been in public repeatedly bitching and crying about how, you know, they basically destroyed him with this deplatforming. He's broke as shit. He had to sell his website. Uh, he doesn't want to continue on the one platform, I guess, is Telegram that he's still on because he doesn't make any money on that. You know, and Laura Loomer is in public continuously talking about how well deplatforming has worked. She cried on the Alex Jones show and said they had ruined her life. So basically, and this uh, this is pointing out because I guess Laura Loomer raised uh, $154,000. She's running for... Uh, I guess some office or something. Uh, U.S. House, Senate, and Florida. But uh, it's not hard for Republican shills on the internet to raise money. But she still raised a fraction of what her Democratic opponent raised. So this has nothing to do with proving that fucking deplatforming doesn't work, right? Deplatforming does work. 
Milo is an excellent example. Laura Loomis is an excellent example. Alex Jones is an excellent example. Look at the views he used to get compared to the views he gets now. It's a pittance of what it used to be. So, just stupid in every fucking possible way. Anything he can do to show for conservatives. Fucking dim tool. Absolutely ridiculous. So, don't know if you guys saw that, but no reason to watch it. It was embarrassing. It was horrible. And, uh, I didn't even think Sam Cedar did that well, to be honest with you. Uh, everybody's always, like, hamming up Sam Cedar's de- debate uh, chops. And, it, I don't know, it, it did fine. He destroyed Tim Pool, but it wasn't really hard to destroy Tim Pool. When you come in there and you don't know what the fuck you're talking about and you're, like, throwing out numbers that are provably wrong and shit, it's easy to beat somebody like that. So, no need to watch that shit. Boring as fuck. Uh, Bernie voted for infamous racist Clinton crime bill in 1994. Okay. Bernie has been really consistent over the years. And so if there's a few bad things you can point out, it just proves that you're cherry picking instead of uh, looking at the big picture of how consistency has, has been. And it just shows your own bias, in my opinion. Uh, let's see what else. Vosh has shit for arguments. I mean, I guess he has some that must be good. He's really popular. He's more popular than I am. His show gets a lot more views than I do, so the tankies love him or whatever. I guess he must have must be doing something right. Can uh, I can't shit on him for his success, to be honest with you. Um, synthesis of Dusty and Vosh, eat the rich. Yeah, fuck the rich, man. It, we live in a time of incredible inequality where people are suffering because of this uh, hoarding of wealth that dickhead rich people are doing. There are no moral billionaires out there, and there should be none. And we should have a wealth tax. Tax these motherfuckers, so... Hell yeah. Hi, Dusty. Notice me, Daddy. All right, I noticed you. Boom. Call the Dusty. My name is pronounced uh, Hikatonka Re. Cool. I will try to. I will never remember that, so sorry. You just have to tell me every fucking time. Let me scroll through here and see anybody that's calling my name out because I got called out for the last show. They're like, you don't even read the shit when people say your name. But look, no one's saying my fucking name. Sam's cartoon eyebrows. Yep. I got some cartoon eyebrows, so I can't fucking talk, right? All right. I will read the super chats. At least I know the super chats. Are gonna ask me direct questions. So let's see what you guys have to say in the super chat. Light the show. Keep it up, brother. I will. Zombie gangster samurai. Cool name. Really appreciate that. Breaking back. Temple is a coward. Also, ball. At least he was brave enough to debate Sam Cedar. I will give him that, even though he did get destroyed. He is a coward about his fucking head, though, dude. Just shave that shit off. Like a lot of women are into that fucking bald shit. Bald is beautiful. Or that just you know, or get a hair transplant like I did. Like, all you have to do, it's so simple. Like, you have, like, Rogaine. You can buy a uh, six-month supply from Amazon for, like, 40 bucks. And then you get uh, generic Propecia, right? This little fucking pills for Nasteride. That's what it is. And you take, I get five milligrams. So you only take one milligram a day. And what it does is, see, the Propecia, not Propecia, the, what is it? Um, no, it's not Propecia. It's, uh, God damn it, Rogaine. What the Rogaine does is the Rogaine actually helps grow hair it grows like little fine hairs. And then the finasteride, it doesn't grow hair, but it keeps your hair from falling out. And it also thickens up the little short hairs that grow in from the uh, Rogaine. The combination of the two works extremely... Look, like I used to be completely fucking bald up here. And now I got a fucking full head of hair, dude. So anyway, little tip from me to you. Own that shit or, uh, or fix it, one of the two. Sam, clap them two cheeks. Yep, clap them cheeks. I'm wondering what that means. Apparently, that is a sexual term. I used to mean it was like a stripper bouncing her ass up and down, clapping the cheeks together, but apparently it's to where you slap a girl's ass when you're having sex with her. Apparently, the youngins these days have changed the meaning of this, and uh, I don't like it. Fucking millennials got to quit changing shit, so I don't have to relearn everything. 
Uh, Vegan Recon, $5. Love your show. What's your take on the right claiming the left is bankrupt? Uh, what do you mean, morally bankrupt? It's absolutely ridiculous. You have the one side who's, I mean, I'm not going to blame all conservatives for what the white supremacist terrorists do, but that's what they do. They blame all of the left for, like, if somebody punches Andy Nogo in the face. Oh, my God, the left is out of control. So if they're going to blame the entire left for what a few uh, on the extreme do, and compared to what the extremes on the right do, it's very minor. Punching people in the face or setting dumpsters on fire or breaking windows is incredibly minor to going to Walmart and murdering a dozen Mexicans or sending pipe bombs to people or walking to churches and murdering people, right? So it's just a, a total fucking double standard they have that's easy to see through and... Only their side falls for it, really, you know, and only the people that are really gullible and, and, and bottom of the barrel. So anyway, thank you for that. Michael D. something, D design, I don't know how to pronounce that, dude. That's too tough for me. Check out MC Paul Barman, 48 Laws of Power. Keep up the good work, Dusty. All right, I will check that out sometime. Appreciate that. Maybe I'll look at that in the next show. Uh, Rachel Roll Tide, $10. I applied you for going vegetarian, but I urge you to consider veganism. Check out the documentary Dominion on YouTube. Love the show, and thanks for taking care of all the animals. I'm mostly... I don't want to say I'm mostly vegan because a lot of a lot of the, I eat a lot of soy and stuff. I'm not really sure if a lot of this stuff is vegan or vegetarian, but I, I mostly eat vegan, just occasionally. Cheese is really hard to get away from, man. So I'm working on it. It's a work in progress, slowly but surely getting there. And thank you, Rachel. Appreciate that. Breaking Bat four ninety nine. I forgot to ask your friend was doing. I hope everything is good. Uh, yeah. Like, I can't get into their health problems too much in public, but we have some appointments with some psychologists, and I'm going with them to help them out and try to uh, get them on the medication they need to, you know, sort their problems out. So we're working on it, and I do appreciate that. Thank you for asking. Rex Ablett, 299, Australian. What's up, Rex Ablett? Shout out from Brisbane, Australia. Does he love your work? Hey, I love you too, you future motherfucker. Goddamn living in tomorrow. Can't stand that shit. Guys already know what's going to happen, and it's creepy as fuck, but thank you for that. Alright, let's see how far we're into the show. 30 minutes of the show doing pretty good. Alright, next up, we're going to make fun of uh, Jordan Peterson's grifter daughter a little bit. You guys know Jordan Peterson's grifter fucking daughter, uh, Michaela? She's the one that is convincing people that they can, can cure depression with an all-meat diet. And she's like uh, selling them $600 an hour Skype sessions and shit like that. Because uh, the only reason that she's popular is because of nepotism. Let's be completely fucking honest. No one had ever heard of this woman if she wasn't Jordan Peterson's daughter. But, you know, the, I guess the family that grifts together stays together. And so she's joining the family grift and uh, he's helping her out. So let's see here. Um, here we go. So uh, I guess this is a, a conservative put this up. Conservatives are mad. Well, some of them, I guess. Some of them are mad at Michaela right now because Michaela announced she was leaving her husband, the father of her son. And she also showed a list of what medication she's on, which is bad for conservatives. They don't like you being on medication. Second picture is her former husband. Third is her new friend and the new guy she's dating. We're going to get over that in a second. Holy shit, what do you see this new motherfucker she's dating? Literally the biggest douchebag on the whole fucking planet. Oh, he's like famous for being a douchebag. This is the guy that Jordan Peterson's daughter is dating. So, oh, God, we'll just wait. Anyway, meanwhile, her dad sits in rehab. This is your brain on liberalism. What the fuck does this chick have to do with liberalism? You think that Jordan Peterson's daughter is a big fucking liberal, this goddamn meat and grifter? No, she's definitely not. And this guy she's dating is a full-on Republican shill. So she definitely ain't no left-wing uh, advocate in any way whatsoever. But anyway, uh, these conservatives are mad at her because she's uh, on these drugs. Let's take a look at the drugs she's on for no apparent reason, just because they brought this up. Um, she's on codeine, which is an opiate, I guess. I don't, who gives a shit? 
she's on Adderall. Adderall's fun. Adderall's basically legalized meth. So uh, used to do that all the time when I was in Denver. Haven't done that in a long time, but uh, not meth, mind you. I did Adderall. Get it straight. Uh, she's on some kind of antibiotic, uh, another antidepressant. Uh, she's on this for treating herpes, I guess. We're we're shaming her, I guess. The I'm, I'm not going to shame her for that. I'm going to shame her for the dude she's dating, but I'm not going to shame her for the medication she's on, you know. Uh, allergy medication, autoimmune disease medication. She's on a lot of shit, apparently, and uh, conservatives ain't happy about it. But anyway, here's her husband that she's left and their newborn baby that she's also left. And she's dating this guy now. Oh, God. Look at this fucking tool. Look at him flex his arm. Look at him hold his arm across and fucking flex it. And look how he's spreading his legs as wide as fucking possible. Just trying to be so masculine and manly. Just the douche. Just reverberates off this guy. Is that the right word I'm looking for? Reverberates. It just, uh, oh, God. Just wait. Okay, let me just get into it. Let me get into who the fuck this guy is, first of all. Um. <laughs> this is a guy who's famous for this, right? Never seen Star Wars, none of them. Never will. Oh my God, you're missing out, people tell me. Maybe. You're missing out on being a multimillionaire. Keep your movie. Look at this fucking douche. So, obviously, this got turned into a meme. Know your meme, where everybody started to dunk on this fucking ridiculous douche. By the way, this is a guy's a pickup artist. He's a popular pickup artist. I guess he was a kickboxer at one time, but now he has a website where he just sells people uh, guides on how to be a pickup artist, which is, I'm going to show you in a minute. It's even more cringy than you can possibly imagine. But anyway, according to Know Your Meme, uh, this guy got dunked on repeatedly by all kinds of people. Um, I'll show you a few of the memes they made. In fact, they made cartoons of this guy making fun of him. Here's one. Hey, did you get invited to this party too? I've never seen Star Wars! What a fuck! <laughs> I've never seen Star Wars! You wanna fuck? No, get away from you, goddamn ridiculous douchebag. And I made another one of him. Tate, can we please put on shirts? No, I gotta show you how I don't watch Star Wars. It's a dumb nerd movie. <laughs> so this is Andrew Tate, by the way. Uh, one of the cringiest human beings to ever live on the face of the fucking planet. Uh, let's look at his fucking website. This is his website. This is the guy that fucking Jordan Peterson's daughter is dating. Look at this goddamn bullshit. Tate's PhD program on how to get women. 337 pounds. War room. Uh, 1,290. Holy shit. Who is buying this fucking shit? $3,000 for this book on the War Room Training Academy. And it's on sale, folks. It's only $3,000. It's on sale. Don't you want to make this douchebag even fucking richer than he already is? And here's him with... Uh, Donald Trump Jr. Yep, she's a big liberal, isn't she? Dating this motherfucker. Let's uh let's watch some of this shit. Click on it. Let's see what it's like. Does he have a yeah, let's see what he's like. How to get girls. Oh yeah. Andrew T. It's a pimp and hose degree. So Oh, he got a PhD. He got a pimp and hose degree. Hells yeah. This guy's not a douche in any way possible, Lizzie. Know me well know that I've owned strip clubs, I've owned webcam studios. At one point, I had a hierarchy with female management and me at the top, I had 75 women working for me. I understand Ooh. women from the ground up and I don't just understand women in regards to how to get them. Oh. I understand how to retain them. I understand what motivates them. I understand how to make a female happy. Now, there's a lot of dudes out there. Okay, that's all I can watch of this guy. Holy fucking shit, dudes. Let's take a look at his uh, his Twitter page. 
Let's see how cringy as fuck. Suboptimal, this motherfucker is. Um, <laughs> here he is. October 18th. Cash first, ass last. Most men are too thirsty to ever live by my uh, basic pimp principles. Pimping isn't actually hard. It just means thinking with your brain, not with your dick. And that's something 99% of men simply can't do. Too thirsty. Holy shit. So anyway, there is no fucking way that Jordan Peterson can be happy about his daughter dating this goddamn tool and uh, leaving her husband and little baby to date this fucking tool. In fact, Jordan Peterson has a video called... So here's two ways to use... <laughs> Why pickup artists are psychotic. So, uh, I'm just saying, I don't think this is going to help with Jordan Peterson's depression very much. His daughter leaving her husband and little baby to date this motherfucker. Uh, just sad as fuck. And also, um, I hate to point this out to Jordan Peterson, but rule number five! Do not let your children do anything that makes you dislike them. And I can't imagine dating this goddamn douchebag makes Jordan Peterson like his daughter very much. So, why did you let her do it, Jordan Peterson? Because, you know, in Jordan Peterson's mind, you can control your kids, apparently. I mean, this is coming from a guy who literally teaches that the fictional stories in the Bible are more true than literal scientific reality that we live in, right? So it's no wonder that he believes that children are property that you can control. So why'd you let your daughter do this? It's almost like he doesn't read his own book and take his own fucking advice. It's really fucking sad. And speaking of which, you know, we talked about this last time. Rule number six! Set your house in perfect order before you criticize the world. And in the last video, I showed a clip of Jordan Peterson crying because people were making fun of him on Twitter. And I said uh, in the clip that this clip was, this interview was shot after he got out of rehab. And apparently some people pointed out that they think the interview was taken uh, a few months before he actually went to rehab. So uh, it was just released last week, but they think that it was actually filmed earlier. So basically, this was in the middle of him being addicted to drugs. And in this interview, he was basically shitting on everybody. At the same time, he was addicted to drugs. So was his house in perfect order before he criticized the world? No. He was literally addicted to fucking drugs. That is the least possible way your house could be in order. He wrote a book called 12 Rules for Life and a Antidote to Chaos. And the moment enough chaos came into his life, he got addicted to drugs over it, right? I hate to make fun of the guy too bad, but shit, dudes. You cannot be, you cannot possibly be a bigger fucking hypocrite than Jordan Peterson is. And it's wild listening to his fan base. I listen to these people all the time, like, man, Jordan Peterson changed my life. I, you can listen to a Jordan Peterson fan, and the things they say sound exactly like what people say about L. Ron Hubbard in Scientology. They're indistinguishable. I talk to these people all the time. I'm like, okay, what did he do to change your life? Be specific. And they always say something along the lines of, well, he taught me that you're supposed to be trying to improve your life slightly. You really had to be fucking taught that? Why the fuck would you have to be taught that? That doesn't even make any goddamn sense. Don't you just automatically know you're supposed to be trying to improve your life slightly? It's like Jordan Peterson fans are space aliens that just landed on the goddamn planet and need somebody to teach them how to pretend to be a human being. It's really fucking strange and... This is from this is from Reddit. This is uh, Jordan Peterson when people are mean to him on Twitter. The attempt of my life has left me scarred and deformed. And that's exactly how he acts, man. This is a guy so frail and so fragile that he needs a third party to post for him on Twitter because he cannot stand to see the comments that he gets on Twitter. 
A guy who does nothing but go publicly shitting on fucking everybody. His fan base bullies the fuck out of trans people, bullies the fuck out of everybody they possibly can. But he is so fucking soft, he can't even read the criticism. Just amazing the following he still has, right? And uh, I agree with the old man right here. Jordan Peterson is a charlatan who gives the most elementarily fatherly life advice while adding convolutions to disguise the simplicity of his mind. Apparently that's Nathan Robinson, and that's dead on. Just word salad and simple shit that you should have learned on Sesame Street if you're paying attention. But people who are low-level, dim bulbs, whose brains are barely functioning, think there's some kind of genius bullshit. And uh, holy fucking shit, it's hard to believe this is true. Apparently, this guy, Jim Prozer, wrote a book called Savage Messiah. How Jordan Peterson is saving Western civilization. And this is literally like some kind of bro porn for Jordan Peterson. He was a roughneck, a frontier cowboy from the lonely Alberta oil fields. He talked fast and thought faster. He grew up fighting for his place in a wolf pack of tough guys. So what he lacked in physical stature, he made up for in smackdown ridicule. They act like this guy is so fucking tough. This guy literally has to have somebody post for him on Twitter because he can't take it. He was literally crying. Because of insults on Twitter. Why are you trying to make him look like he's such a fucking badass? These are the same people who draw pictures of Trump being like ripped to shreds. Like an alpha manly man who can beat up everybody and who's a fucking genius. It's just they're so fucking divorced from reality in every way. And here's, here's the reason, in my opinion, these people are so divorced from reality. It's because when Jordan Peterson came out and lied about Bill C-16, uh, he was this big free speech warrior. Oh my God, he's such a free speech warrior. The anti-SJW has jumped on his bandwagon because he's one of us. He's a fucking intellectual and he's one of us. And so basically they threw all their weight behind him. And regardless of what evidence came out that he was actually a, a fraud, you know, regardless of his $60,000 school that he kicks people out of, if they ask too many questions, regardless of him saying that women who wear high heels and makeup to work are hypocritical if they don't want to be sexually harassed at work. You know, despite him lying to people and saying that meat cured his depression, which it clearly fucking didn't. He got addicted to fucking drugs because of his depression. Regardless of how much evidence stacks up time and time again, they simply cannot allow themselves to believe it or accept it because they've already put so much effort. They've already thrown their weight behind Jordan Peterson and their ego simply won't allow them to admit that they were wrong. And so because their legal won't allow them to admit that they're wrong, they have to double down on it over and over and over again and convince themselves that, no, we're not wrong. It's the world that's wrong. He actually really is some kind of mega fucking genius. And everybody who's shitting on him and pointing out his ridiculous falls over and over again, they're the ones that simply don't get it. But it's just ego-driven. Your egos won't let you admit that you're wrong and you're fucking wrong. Holy shit, are you so fucking wrong about this, dude? It's so silly. But anyway... Let me read the chat, and then we're going to dunk on the intellectual dark web some more, of which Jordan Peterson is a part of. JP is a pseudo-intellectual. True that. The pseudoist of intellectuals, in my opinion. Ivanka Peterson is pretty hot for an insane nut door. I don't know. I don't really think she's that hot. She's blonde, I guess. But actually, look closely at her face. It's not that attractive to me, in my opinion. So, sucking Peterson's dick. I know. It's like, so, or it's embarrassing. Like, if somebody wrote a book like that about me, I'd be embarrassed. I would, like, make fun of it. I'd be like, holy shit, you don't know me at all. I'm a fucking dork, dude. And, like, I don't fight people. I'm not a tough guy. Like, oh, my. I don't, I'm not saying anybody would ever write a book like that about me. I'm just saying if you did, I would be embarrassed to make fun of it. Because, uh, like, I don't even want to be part of my own groups half the time. I'm really not into the sycophantic behavior. That's just me. Um, I can't with this fucking guy. I know. 
It's just the fucking worst. Mm, all right. See if there's any more super chats real quick before we move on. Super chats. Jordan, twenty-seven fifty-two, gave me two dollars. Thank you, Jordan. Rex Ablett gave me two ninety-nine Australia. Oh, I already got that one. All right. More super chats, please, if you can. If you can't, that's cool, but that would be great. And let's move on and make fun of the intellectual dark web because they're fucking jokes of shit. So speaking of Jordan Peterson, here's uh, Dave Rubin explaining. Hey, all the Joker really needed was to read Twelve Rules for Life. If he would have just read Twelve Rules for Life for Jordan Peterson, he wouldn't have gone out and killed motherfuckers. Guy, but anyone that lives in a in a sensible way uh, that wants society to function and that wants people to be helped. I mean, look, I've got Jordan Peterson's Twelve Rules for Life right over there. The point of the book, I mean, the subtitle is an antidote to chaos. What what the Joker needed was an antidote to chaos to bring. Yeah, that didn't even work out for Jordan Peterson. The moment enough chaos got in his life, he got addicted to drugs, motherfucker. What are you talking about? Holy shit. No self-awareness whatsoever. Why are these motherfuckers pretending like reality ain't what it is? Bring a little order to his life, not be victim, right? It's all, the whole movie is about a victimhood mentality. This guy's a victim and then he spreads his victimhood mentality coupled with his psychological conditions across society. That's all Jordan Peterson teaches. He talks out of both sides of his mouth. On one side, he tells people you shouldn't pretend to be a victim, you shouldn't play to be a victim. And then the other side of his mouth, he tells these young men that it's uh, neo-Marxist, postmodernists who are trying to destroy Western society. It's feminists who are putting white people down and men down. And he fucking cries about it in videos. He plays the victim as hard as you fucking possibly can. He literally cried because people were being mean to him on Twitter. How can you be a more of a victim than fucking that, dude? Holy shit. It's just so insane. So the media tried to frame it as this movie was going to inspire all these alt-right, white, nationalist, mean, racist people. But the book is, the, uh, the movie is actually the reverse of that. It's the reverse of that if you think the Joker's a bad guy. If you think the Joker's a bad guy, then you would never want any of those things. You would want people to take responsibility for your life and the rest of it. Yeah. That was just all nonsense. He's just word solid talking on the top of his head. Dude is not good life. Embarrassing as fuck. That's right, Joker. You just needed to read 12 rules for life. You wouldn't have smothered your... Oh, I can't say that, goddammit. Spoiler alert. You would have done all the bad things you did in that movie. Jordan Peterson could have saved you. Dude, Jordan Peterson can't even fucking save himself. And uh, speaking of the intellectual dark web, I got you gotta love it when Jeffrey Epstein's buddies brag about jokingly naming themselves after the place on the internet you go to download child porn. And this is uh, Steven Pinker, who was a big buddy of, uh, was a big buddy of uh, Jeffrey Epstein. He says he wasn't. But this dude literally helped Jeffrey Epstein get his sweetheart deal in his first sex trial. He basically uh, helped Alan Dershowitz, which was a lawyer for Jeffrey Epstein, uh, file some kind of affidavit and used his name as a scientist to help Jeffrey Epstein get a lesser sentence. That's, and he, he was on the Lowly Express. He was on Jeffrey Epstein's plane. He's been in many parties with Jeffrey Epstein. has pictures I want to show you. So, buddy buddies with Jeffrey Epstein, regardless of what the fuck he says. But he's like, intellectual dark web is a facetious term for a diverse public intellectuals. If you got to call yourself intellectuals, then maybe you're not as intellectual as you think you are. That's like bragging about your dick size, dude. Who diverge from academic hard left. New survey on their politics, moderate secular liberals, pro-gun control, concerned with... So basically what they've done is, I'm going to show you in a minute. They've asked the intellectual dark web what their beliefs are. Instead of like looking at what they're spreading, looking at who their fan base is, looking at what they're actually saying, they just ask them. And they're like, see, they said they were all liberal, so checkmate. No, that's not how science works, dude. 
you know, if you polled a hundred dudes on what their dick size is, uh, and you had them basically tell you without actually measuring yourself, you would find the average dick size is twelve inches. Because motherfuckers lie about the truth, right? That's not how you science. But anyway, uh, here's a guy. Here's Jeffrey Epstein. There you are, Steven Pinker. Oh, Lawrence Cross. All of you guys, big buddies together. So you got to love it when these guys, a guy who is buddy-buddy, helped this uh, pedophile motherfucker get a sweetheart deal, brags about naming themselves after the place you go on the internet to download child porn. It's just no self-awareness with these people whatsoever. Now, look, I, I doubt very seriously that Steven Pinker even knows what the fuck the dark web is. I doubt he even knows that it has anything to do with child porn. They're just these old white dudes who are so fucking out of touch. They think it sounds cool, and so they jump on this bullshit, and they don't know how embarrassing it, it is to themselves. They, they self-own constantly. And uh, Michael Shermer, who is the... At- editor and a publisher of Skeptic Magazine and also another member of the Intellectual Dark Web. This is an article he read. He wrote, Shedding light on the Intellectual Dark Web. A preliminary empirical study. It's an empirical study, folks. They fucking ask these people. They basically are, are self-describing themselves as what they want you to believe. That's not how science works. As uh, Anthony L. Fisher says, Quote mining, these self-described brave public intellectuals of the IDW are hard-selling the idea that quoting their own ideas, tweets, and interviews at length is a dishonest gotcha tactic. But it's not. We're just quoting back to you what the fuck you said. But they want to run from that so bad, so they want to obfuscate it. They want to distract you. So they're like, oh, ignore what we're saying. We're a bunch of fucking liberals. Just believe us, dude. If your fan base is 90% conservatives, you're not a fucking lefty. I'm sorry, you're not. Temple is not a fucking lefty. Temple's fan base is 95% conservatives. That's not a fucking left-wing dude. Left-wing people don't fucking support you. Jordan Peterson is not a lefty. None of you are lefty guys. It's absolutely ridiculous. And uh, generally, Anscare is absolutely right. Reactionaries self-report how moderate they are is a pretty great watermark for where the skepticism movement and skeptic magazine is right now. I like how scrutinizing what people have publicly said and never corrected is quote mining now. And that's what they're exactly what they're doing. They're letting you self-fucking-report what you believe, but that is not what you were spreading. Everybody who is intellectually honest with themselves can see right fucking through that. But, you know, that excludes most of conservatives, most of the right, which is why you guys are so fucking popular on the fucking right. I know you hate it. I know you hate reality, the fact that you guys are so fucking popular with right-wing douchebags, but you are. So instead of trying to distract from that and lie about it, just fucking accept it. Maybe do a little self-introspection and try to figure out why that is instead of trying to distract from it. And uh, Ted McCormick is directly right. How to how to do science. Email 34 friends and ask if they have faith in science. Wait for 18 to answer. In conclusion, academia is, yep, that is not how you fucking science do it at all. This is just shill shit. Weaselly shill shit. And, uh, I agree with uh, Nice Mangoes. The the desperation to prove the IDW isn't the absolute clown show most people recognize it as continues part 7,635,721. Yeah, we demand to be taken seriously. This is exactly how you guys look to most of us who have any ability to think for ourselves whatsoever. Look at all these motherfuckers in the intellectual dark web. Okay? Uh, Dave Rubin, fucking right-wing shill. Ben Shapiro. Little Ben Shapiro. Jordan Peterson, who headlines nothing but conservative events, never been invited, as far as I can tell, to any left-wing event whatsoever. And I kind of feel sorry for him, though. He can't be too happy about who his daughter's dating. 
holy shit, that's some schadenfreude there, and uh, eh, maybe I'm getting a little bit of joy out of it. But anyway, what we got to say about that? Are we fans of IDW, the intellectual dark web, the intellectual version of kitty porn, or you know, do we think that they're full of shit and absolutely ridiculous in every possible way? So, uh, well, fucking said, I assume you're talking to me, and I'm going to say thank you. Um, hello, dude. Hello, dude. They are in it for the money. I'm pretty sure they know what they're doing. I know they are in it for the money, and I know they're grifters, and they know what they're doing, but it's so maddening that their fan base, their conservative fan base, still buy this shit. Or it's not even that. It's fine that they buy it. It's just insulting to my intelligence when they try to make me believe it, when they try to pretend like it's bullshit that's clearly not reality is reality. It's like I always say, you can talk about my mama if you want to. You can talk about my dead fucking daddy if you want to. You can say anything you want to about me, but don't fucking insult my intelligence. That's fucking a line too far for me. Facts don't care about your feelings. Hell yeah, I heard that. Any more super chats yet? Uh, nope, no new super chats. All right. All right, I guess we're going to talk about uh, Assgate, the latest controversy on the Twitter tubes. Um... We'll start off by dunking on um, Paul's ego, one of the lowest level dirtbags on the fucking planet. So first off, this video went viral of this uh, fine young lady serving beer in her own special way. Let's have a look. Come dry, let's go. Nice. Good. Oh my God. <laughs> Surprisingly, people are like, oh, gross. Just like Papa Bird Jake. He's like, I like butts, but I feel like sipping my beer and smelling poop at the same time doesn't really add to the bloom of the craft beer I'd be ordering. Hard pass. So it, obviously, scumbag lowlife Paul's ego, who's never done anything in his life for himself except for ride TJ's coattails. I mean, seriously, what the fuck has Paul ego ever fucking done except for ride TJ's coattails? talentless Paul's ego has to make this, you know, an SJW thing, which what he didn't say the word SJW, but that's what he's doing here. Ooh, butt smells like duty. Never dye your hair pink, boys. This is the result. <laughs> Soy boy pink hairs. They don't like ass water all over their drinks. Fucking wusses. And holy shit, dude. Like, and I met Paul's ego, right? Now, I know he's probably never had, like, a manual labor job. I can tell just by looking at him. And so he may not know how much your ass sweats when you're doing a job and, you know, how much your ass water drips everywhere. But, like, I've met this dude. If anybody's ass has ever sweated profusely, it is Paul's ego. This dude definitely knows how much an ass can sweat. So he's got to understand how disgusting it is to have somebody's ass water all over the goddamn lip of your beer. That's fucking gross as shit, dude. So, no, it doesn't make you a, a soy boy pink hair to believe that. It's just absolutely ridiculous. And uh, Paul Joseph Watson did not take it well. He's like, this is why terrorists hate us. Yes, this is why terrorists hate us, right? It's not because we bomb their fucking countries, right? It's not because we kill their children. It's not because we 
actually fund them and give them weapons and shit? That's not why. It's because of ass water on beer glasses. And is everything all right, mate? That's a good question. First, he freaked out about this. Islam needs to hurry up and take over because there's a picture of transgender, uh, a statue of transgender people. And uh, next up, this is why terrorists hate us. This guy who has a million subscribers, folks. This is a millionaire. This is what it's all about on the right. And uh, Rational Disconnect's pretty funny about this. He says he's dying. This is uh, Paul Joseph Watson's fans for you. This is why terrorists hate us. How did Western civilization get from Plato and Aristotle to this? And people are like, uh, okay, remember this? They've always been like this, right? You don't remember Caligula? You don't remember how fucking gross the Roman motherfuckers were? All the orgies? They had vomitoriums. They used to fucking vomit everywhere. Like, what the fuck? It's way better now that ass water's way better than a vomitorium. I gotta go on a limb and say that. But, uh, Clown world here. Paul Jeff Watson fans are like, that's a modern painting, not Greek. Um, no, dude. It's a painted Greek vase displayed in the Louvre dating back to 500 to 530 BC. And, uh, but it doesn't matter. Like, the truth doesn't matter to these people at all. They don't live in any kind of reality. We live in a post-truth society. And as long as it owns the libs, it don't fucking matter if it's true or not. It's just absolutely fucking ridiculous. But, uh, Parsley Boy Kink, I guess that's the name, is absolutely right with what they're saying here. People like Paul Joseph Watson and Lauren Chen basically make a living off posting pornographic clips to their thousands of followers and going, disgusting, we shouldn't have to see this. And that's exactly right. That's what he's constantly doing. Posting pictures of people twerking or, you know, people showing off their butts or uh, feminists showing their boobs. You're like, oh my God, clenching my pearls so tightly. I can't believe that I'm making all of you million people that are following me. Look at this. But no, you guys are just fucking snowflakes that are upset about goddamn every fucking thing. And, you know, keep in mind, I agree with classical liberals. President Paul once said that ISIS has a justifiable reason to destroy us because our pop culture is too sexualized. So I know how much he values free speech in Western society, which is not at all. This is what he's saying. Um, the fact that people in this thread more vehemently defend the freedom of a barmaid to serve a beer with her ass than they will ever defend freedom of speech tells you everything you need to know about the current state of Western society, which is absolutely ridiculous. The vast majority of people are way more willing to support freedom of speech than they are a barmaid serving beer with her ass. This is just shit he's making up. But, you know, just like a uh, classic liberal says, he doesn't value free speech at all, right? He thinks it's justifiable for ISIS to destroy us because of pop culture. He don't give a fuck. He just wants to whine. But hey, it's working for him, right? He a millionaire. Guess you can't hold him against him that he's really good at the fucking grift, right? And uh, I guess we'll read the chat a little bit. What you guys got to say about that? Um, looking for my name. Love you, Dusty, but not enough drink. Oh, not enough to drink your asshole, H2O? I don't blame you, man. I wouldn't drink my own ass water. That's just disgusting. I give her to her. She has a nice dumper, but I don't want that dumper on my glass. I'm going to avoid that place. Where are the health inspectors at? You want to get shut down? Because that's how you get shut down. Dusty automatically associates the word terrorist with Islamist terrorist telling... Uh, no, I don't. I talk about white white supremacy terrorism all the time, of which two different white supremacists have... Uh, in their trials, Paul Joseph Watson was named. So we talk about all that fucking time. So you're just full of shit. You clearly don't watch the show or you're dishonest, whichever. Um, it's still her choice. I mean, it is her choice. But at the same time, I think that's a health code violation. So it may not be her choice, in my opinion. So 
she's free to do that, I guess, and they're free to shut the place down because nobody wants that shit. Hi, Alexander Brown. How are you doing? A nice dumper. Yep, nice dumper. Guess I'll take a look at the uh, Facebook chat. I never read that, or the Twitch chat. Your tip chart goes to Drunk Dusty, so I don't think it would show up on your show. Might no count for the tip. I don't know. I'd like to check into that. Thanks for letting me know about that. Another big brain tape from Dusty Shives. I know. Oh, my God. I'm so owned right now. I actually like Steve Shives, so comparing me to him doesn't bother me, but uh, all good to me. Yang has the best solution to wealth and income equality. Uh, I mean, I'm not for universal basic income, but I don't like the way Yang is implementing it, so I'm not all that on board. All right. I guess I'll skip over that long-ass soliloquy somebody type. Any more super chats? Yeah. Zach Chaney, here, Dustin, you earned it. Thanks for all you do. Go, Bernie. I appreciate that. Thank you very much, Zach Chaney, and hopefully Bernie will win. I saw the AOC back in a uh, Bernie now, and they had a huge fucking rally. So uh, hopefully he'll get the nomination. We'll see what happens. Beast Nation, $2,009, $2. We'll catch full show later. All right. I look forward to seeing you come back later, Beast Nation. Be sure to leave a comment. Let me know what you think. And um, Volatile, give me $5. Thank you, Volatile. I appreciate that. Get in your questions for me if you can. As you know, most of the money goes to the Human Society of Mississippi Animal Sanctuary. So donating a dollar or two in the Super Chat is a great way to help little dogs and animals. Uh, oh, please, Dustin, you don't have to beg me. I do it for free. Um, all right. Moving on with the show. What up we got next? Um, I think we're going to talk about Trump now. Apparently, Trump has decided not to host the G7 rally at his uh, Doral a state i guess trump was trying to have one of the uh, big international meetings held at his own golf courses and whatnot which is obviously you know it's a conflict of interest we live at a time where like jimmy carter literally sold his fucking peanut farm because he was afraid there'd be some kind of conflict of interest with him being president and donald trump just doing all this shit right out of the fucking open he don't give a fucking shit so he's like <laughs> He's like talking about the phony of monuments clause. Yeah, these fucking fake ass laws I have to follow. I can't believe there's a goddamn constitution that I can't just destroy every goddamn day of my life. They ran their business. Hey, Obama made a deal for a book. Is that running a business? Uh, I, I'm sure he didn't even discuss it while he was president. Uh, yeah. Um, he has a deal with Netflix. When did they start talking about that? That's only, you know, a couple of examples. I love, he's lying his ass off here, and I love that CNN fact-checks him in real time. But other presidents, if you look. Yep, Netflix made a deal after Obama left White House. Obama book deal made after leaving the White House. So he just lies. But it doesn't matter that he lies, folks. Because these talking points will be picked up by his fan base, and they'll be regurgitated. I'll hear this shit at Thanksgiving. About how, who cares about the Emoluments Clause? Who cares that he's openly fucking corrupt and, and enriching himself off the presidency? Obama did the same thing with his book deal. And I'd be like, no, he didn't. Yeah, he did too, Dusty. You believe everything they say on CNN? Typical liberal cuck. I'm like, oh my God. I'm never going home for Thanksgiving again. Other presidents were wealthy. Not huge wealth. George Washington was actually considered a very, very rich man at the time. But they ran their businesses. George Washington, they say, had two desks. He had a presidential desk and a business desk. I don't think uh, you people with this phony emoluments clause, and by the way, uh, I would say that it's cost me anywhere from two to five billion dollars to be president. And that's okay, between uh, what I, I just want to say, sh folks, that it's cost me somewhere in the neighborhood of three trillion dollars to do this show. 
If I wasn't doing this show, I could have made probably three trillion dollars a year. Uh, you can just believe me, folks. I'm real honest. So, uh, oh God, how is this dude the leader of the free world? This, I just say it all the time, folks. America is not a great country. We are not great. No great country would have ever elected Donald Trump. It's the most embarrassing thing in my life. I've never seen anything more embarrassing in any fucking country than this. It's a it's a stain on the history of the country, and it just proves how ungreat we are, how horrible this fucking country is. I'm sorry, like I can't get on board. It, it's it's just it's humiliating. It's humiliating to be part of this country with this guy fucking as the leader of it, in my opinion. And uh, I also agree with uh, Chris Murphy here. It is hard to overhype how terrified you should be about the free fall of American global credibility right now. The Doro disaster, Ukraine quid pro quo, double cross of the Kurds, the Afghan Camp David debacle. It just one mind-blowing, embarrassing fiasco after another. Like the way the world the way the world feels about it, our credibility, like he says, has just diminished so much. Why would anybody ever make deals with us anymore? After we betrayed the Kurds, why would anybody team up with us to, to fight against terrorism anymore? I mean, even like I said, even if we get Bernie in office or something, even if we get somebody who's legitimately a good person who will keep their word, there's still no reason for anybody to team up with us or take our word because we've already proven that after Bernie's out, we could just elect another fucking idiot, just like Trump, who will go back on everything we promised, just like Trump did. So why the fuck would they trust us? They wouldn't. Nobody should. You would be stupid to fucking trust us at this point. He's like, harmed America irreparably. And it's just re it's real depressing to see. But, you know, I try not to let get me depressed, because if you do, then you'll just be a sad sack all the time, like Jordan Peterson, so... <sighs> Just kind of try to take it like a joke. It's all a fucking joke. Life is too fucking absurd to take too seriously. That's my opinion on it. And I've heard very little about this. I didn't see Trump tweeting about this, of course. The Times should hold itself to the same standard that it rightly holds people in a public life accountable to. That's the whole issue, but it doesn't, right? Um, they basically came out. They did uh, an internal investigation. And they found that... Quiet ending for inquiry into emails and servers. A year-long State Department investigation into former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton's private email server found that while the use of the system for official business increased the risk of compromising classified information, there was no systemic or deliberate mishandling of classified information. So everybody who, for years, oh, her emails, what about her emails? Not talking about this, are they? Not a single fucking word from any of these motherfuckers. Not a single word from Trump because it doesn't matter to these people. It was just a red herring. It was just a distraction. It was just a whataboutism. So you can't point out the bad behavior that they're doing. It's all they fucking do. Point to some other guy. And um, the CIA has now officially concluded that Saudi Arabia Crown Prince ordered Khashoggi's assassination. So, you know, it's not a great country, folks. Our president covered up. For the guy who murdered an American journalist, cut him up into fucking pieces, and zero has happened to him. Zero. Will, in fact, the opposite of zero has happened to him. We've sold him billions of dollars worth of weapons that they're going to use to kill civilians. That is not a great country. There's nothing fucking great about this country if we're going to behave this way. It, it should be called out and ridiculed. And, uh... I talked about this in the last show, folks. I guess let me scroll up a little bit to the controversy before I show you the, uh, the, the solution here. So anyway, I took a little bit of shit for saying this. Um, this went viral last week during the Friends reunion picture that they took. I guess, uh, what's her name? It's not Courtney Cox. It's, shit, I'm drawing a blank on her. I'm named Stone right now. I'm drawing a 
blank on her fucking name. Monica, not Monica, that's, uh, anyway, this one right here, what the fuck is her name? Holy shit, I know, I've seen every episode of the show, and I'm blanking on her fucking name right now. Uh, alright, so, Joey Tribbiati, Monica Keller, that's David, that's Matthew Perry, that's Phoebe Buffay, and this one is, uh, anyway, regardless, she took this picture, and, uh, people pointed out that it looked like there was cocaine on the phone. Everybody's like, oh my god, they're clearly sitting around snorting fucking cocaine, right? Rachel Green! It's Rachel Green! That's not her real name, but I remember it now. Anyway, and so I said, hey, I think that's probably cocaine. I was mainly joking, but I was like, yeah, I have no trouble believing whatsoever that they're sitting around fucking smoking, uh, snorting cocaine and shit, right? And people, and then I was like, uh, but some people have said that maybe it is this sticker on the back of her phone, right? They're like, yeah. It's clearly that sticker on the back of her phone, but like, it's not. Look at the orientation of this sticker. This sticker going that way, and look at the orientation of this. It's completely fucking different. And that's what I said. People were like, no, Dusty. It's clearly that fucking sticker, you dumbass. What's wrong with you? That's exactly the same, but it's not. It's not the fucking... I'm sorry. That is not the fucking same thing. The ori- Look at the orientation of this way, and then look at the orientation. It's different. It's totally fucking different, folks. And um, so, uh, let's see if I can find this... Uh this person did a comparison. Yeah, this person, they did some CSI shit, right? They're like, okay, we took the picture and we overlapped the two, right? We took this picture, we got overlap them. And look, they don't match up. It's not the same shit. They do not fucking match up. These two pictures are not the, no matter how way, no matter which way you orientate this, these two fucking things do not match up. So cocaine gate is still a go, right? It's still a possibility. This is definitely a fucking possibility. It's cocaine. Uh, and I can't believe people insulted me so bad for saying this is obviously not the sticker that caused this. What's wrong with your eyeballs? So anyway, uh, then they did some real CSI shit and we found out the real truth. And it turns out, folks, it wasn't cocaine. It turns out it's probably Matthew Perry's phone. Here's Matthew Perry holding his phone. Uh, and here's uh, he's got a Batman symbol on his phone. And uh, here is the symbol. And here's what happens when you overlap the two. Yep, pretty close, folks. Pretty close. So I'm going to go out and say this is debunked. This is Matthew Perry's black phone. With the Batman logo on it. So we've gotten to the bottom of this, folks. I have solved this goddamn case. Well, I didn't solve it. Taser Tot saw, solved it. But uh, I'm going to take full credit for this, folks. So I got to the bottom of it for you. Not cocaine in any way whatsoever. I know I'm going to look at the chat right now. and Everybody's going to be screaming at me what this woman's name is. Let's see. Aniston! Jennifer Aniston! I knew it the whole time. I was just testing you guys to see if you knew it. And uh, yeah, that's the truth. You can believe me because I have an honest face. And they're not lines though. Yeah, but so you can pour Coke onto a mirror or a phone or something before you cut it into lines. It's in all kinds of weird shape when you pour it out of the bag. Not that I would know. Not that I'm a big proponent of cocaine. I've done cocaine a few times, but I've seen it spread out. And it can spread out in a circle depending on how you do it before you cut it into lines. So I'm just saying. Could have been cocaine, but case closed. We got to the bottom of it. Oh my God, who gives a shit? I give a shit. Everybody gives a shit. It's friends. It's America's friends. Didn't you grow up with fucking friends? Who gives a shit about anything? What kind of thing is that to say? Why, why are we talking about anything, period? Because you got to have something to fucking talk about, right? Cocaine is great. Cocaine is okay. It's fine. You got to do a lot of it, though. D. Reynolds. That is not her name. Perry would be a great Batman. Matthew Perry would be a great... Matthew Perry would not be a great Batman. What are you talking about? I think he's a little old for that, to be honest with you. But, uh... Anyway. 
I have solved that case, Detective Dusty. Worked that shit out for you guys. You're welcome. And uh, speaking of Milo and how great platforming works, this is what Milo is doing now. This is what he's uh, relegated to now. He's uh, with Jacob Wall, who we've been making fun of on the show repeatedly. So they're not even trying to do anything serious anymore. Basically, they're just putting on skits now. And he had another press conference. Uh, I think this time it was to to accuse Ted Cruz of being a swinger. I guess they're trying to make Ted Cruz look cool. I guess last time when they tried to make it seem like Elizabeth Warren was a dominatrix who was having sex with 25-year-olds, it backfired and made it look cool as fuck. So they're like, hey, let's try to make Ted Cruz look cool by having a press rally bringing out proof that he is a swinger. So now Milo has been called in to lend his uh, credibility to this shit show. And uh, he's sitting there looking like a Bond villain. If he's so broke, he should sell his gaudy ass fucking clothes, in my opinion. But uh, the press conference went exactly as well as you would imagine it would. And let's have a look. Bet those rumors. If you don't come to us, you will not run. I, mean, I want to talk to you a little bit today about Nancy Pelosi's drug dealer. The situation we have, we have confirmed beyond the shadow of a doubt that Nancy takes at least eight Percocet a day and probably more and maybe even other drugs that we don't know about. We are at this moment that those rumors... So this is modern conservatism in America, folks. This is what it's like here. It's a clown car, the whole fucking thing, and it's so embarrassing. But what's even more embarrassing is that these people hold... Uh, one branch, uh, two branches of the government, including the presidency. They also own most of the governorships and most of the state and local legislatures in this country. These motherfuckers. So if you're wondering why we're the only first world country that doesn't have universal health care, wonder no more. This is what it's like over here. But uh, yeah, Tim Pool is an idiot. Obviously, deplatforming worked amazingly on Milo, and this is exactly why he has to do shit like this. This is why he's slumming to be a part of the most cringy bullshit on the face of the fucking planet. And uh, here's a little palate cleanser for you guys. Got to have a few of these in the show just so we don't go fucking crazy. And this little cat, he's just fucking chilling, watching his bird videos all cute as fuck. He's having a good time, just like a little human is, his cute little plaid shirt. And then his asshole owner will come away and take away his birds. And what the fuck are you doing? I was watching that motherfucker. Oh, hell no, that's mine. Give me that back. Do not take my phone away from me. I'm guessing this cat is a teenager. Reacting exactly like a teenager would do. I will fucking scratch you and bite you. You take my phone away from me. You must be out of your goddamn mind. But oh my God, he's so fucking cute. Watching his little bird videos. Oh, thank God, I want to take a poop. It's so fucking cute. And next up. Um. <laughs> oh my fucking God. Uh. Looking good there, Armored Skeptic. Looking fit and amazing. N not not cringy at all. No no cringe here, folks. No cringe. All right, I'm just going to skip over that. That's all I got to say about that. And uh, I guess we'll shit on Destiny a little bit, even though I always say, hey, I agree with Destiny about most parts. For some reason, all I do is shit on him. I don't know why. It must be jealousy. Destiny gets all the women. He's got his harem, and I'm jealous as fuck. At how rich and popular he is. So I got to shit on him a little bit. So basically he was on a stream. And uh, one of his uh, black friends tried to explain to him why it bothers him that he went public and talked about how in private he says the N-word all the time. And uh, 
his response was cringy. He wasn't really having it. Let's have a look. The difference here is that I, it, it's really disingenuous for me to continue the conversation with you if you if you privately still use hard R, the most contextually offensive word in modern American lang English language, whatever you want to call it, dude. I'm not sure. It, it, it sat with me very problematically when you when you admitted that. I, I wish I had a, a more objective way to frame that, but just in terms of feelings, to me, that wasn't cool. Well, well listen, I love you a lot, buddy. I mean, like, I enjoy talking to you and I enjoy interacting with you. If you legitimately think because of jokes that I say privately or whatever that I'm racist, I mean, that's completely on you for you to believe. Um, I don't reach into your... Wait, hold on. Okay, I don't reach okay. into your private life to figure out like what you say or don't say that I may or may not like it if you say it around me. Um, I mean, if you think that like you can get offended or if you don't like something or not even get offended, but if you feel like something I say is like actually like a judgment to you or disrespectful to you in some private manner, um, I mean, that's completely for you to believe. Like that's the difference here is that I. It makes us the non apology. I'm sorry if you were offended. And I don't know what this guy's saying. Basically, if you would have kept it to yourself instead of coming publicly saying that you say the N word with the hard R in private. That'd have been fine, but basically you're letting your audience know that you think it's okay for people to use the that word. You know, it, it normalizes the use of that word, the most demonizing word in the history of human language. And I understand why he has a problem with that. He was just trying to tell you, and your response seemed to be kind of uh, lackluster, in my opinion. And a lot of people had a problem with his take on it. Destiny's unwarned ego is so huge that he still cannot admit he's wrong, even in the face of black friends telling him that he's uncomfortable with his use of racial slurs. But you know who did have Destiny's back? Uh, let's see. Sargon. Sargon had Destiny's back. Here's Sargon's new account. I used the N-word twice today already. Get mad. Oh, Sargon. You're so fucking cool and edgy. Gotta love me some fucking Sargon. Oh my god, he's triggering the level so much, isn't he, by saying the N-word. <gasps> he's such a bad boy. And yeah, no one. Not a physical soul. And Sargon, I used the N-word twice a day. So I don't know. When people like Sargon got you back, you might want to reevaluate and course correct. That's just my opinion on it. Let's see. Believe it or not, folks, this is not a 3D drawing, but this is cool as fuck. Apparently, this is a... Uh, a restaurant in, where is it at? Korea! Fucking Koreans! First you destroyed World of Warcraft, and now this shit, but this is fucking awesome, folks. It's like an aha video. Take on me. Take on me. Take me on. Nailed it. I should be a professional singer. But anyway, that's cool as fuck, folks. I want to go. How did they do that? Sort of like Borderlands. Cool as shit. Asians are so ingenious. Their big old brains. And... Here's something fun to watch. And I don't know if this is true, folks. Not. I don't know if this is actually a white supremacist. And I don't know if he actually called this black woman an N-word. But I'm just going to say for fun that it's absolutely true. Because it makes this video way funner to watch. Let's have a look. That's a killer. Huh? So he's standing outside. Oh no. Oh! I got it totally wrong. I was looking at the wrong white guy. I was looking at that white guy. But I guess he's talking to this woman and she's like, What? What are you saying to me? And so this guy's listening in and he don't like it. And so he's like, Bip! Oh! That was a solid fucking punch, wasn't it? 
And then, like, if somebody punches you in the face and then you get back up, put your hands up to defend yourself, man. What in the hell is wrong with you? That's just fucking, oh, 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 holy shit. Those are some hard shots and he out like a fucking light. So, uh, like, I don't advocate violence, folks, but at the same time, you probably shouldn't go around in public and call black people the N-word. That seems bad for your health. Yeah, it's like, get the fuck out of here. And that guy don't know where the fuck he's at because he got whooped. Yep, go on. Get your fucking dumb ass out of here, motherfucker. And, uh... So when you say it's just a word, please remember this video and all the women and men that are either in jail or dead because they are black. Y'all think it's because it's ingrained in culture, it's okay for you to say, but it's not. It never will be. And like, I don't even think really black people should say it, to be honest with you. I mean, I can understand they want to take it back, but there's just too much history behind this world. And this is what it was like back in the 70s. Now, keep in mind, these kids you're seeing, these kids right now grew up to be in charge of shit, right? These kids are probably doctors and lawyers and policemen and judges and politicians now. And this is the way it was a few years ago, folks. This is so heartbreaking, too. She just not do anything. She just stand there and just has to face that kind of hate for nothing, for literally fucking nothing. You can imagine the way she feels. She's like, I, I don't even feel like I'm part of this society. I don't understand. I don't, like, I'm sure she's like, I don't understand. That's the way I feel. I don't understand either. It's just so nonsensical and cruel. You best better turn around, Yom. Just these adorable girls just riding their bikes, you know, just minding their own people business. People down this block, and it, it is why people start saying, get out of here, niggas. You know, get out of my neighborhood. Y'all come to this neighborhood. Then they start punch hitting on her. Throwing rocks and everything else. Throwing rocks. Because we were in their neighborhood. We went on a bike hike to McDonald's. We didn't, we didn't mean to bother anybody. We had a nice we saw time. Parade. We saw a gathering, so we went down there to see what was happening. All right. I mean, we didn't bother anybody. We weren't looking for trouble. I never even know people around here were like that. I've never experienced anything like this in my life. What happened to you? Nothing happened to me but this little boy, short boy about his, my size, or a little short, had picked up a rock, and he was in the front of all these tall... Yeah, I gotta quit watching that so I don't cry. Anyway. It, and it's still like that a lot of places, folks. It's like a little Mississippi. And it's not as out, outward as it used to be, but in private, it's still very much like that. I, I, I hear what these people say in private, and it's just, it's gross. And uh, it's embarrassing. It's, it's the type of country you would expect somebody like Trump to be the fucking president of. But, uh, and that's why people like fucking Sargon. I used the N-word twice today already. Get mad. <laughs> Isn't it so funny? Aren't you triggered by how much I use the N-word? It's just weird. It's just, he's just the lowest fucking level of human being, right? Garbage human. That's what they called him, and they get so butthurt by being called that, but it's so fucking true. And this is the guy who's headlining the largest skeptic convention in the world. He's headlined it twice now. They defend him continuously when you bring it up, and that's what skepticism has turned into, folks. It's just turned just... It's so disgusting, like, this is why 
I lost so many subscribers by calling it out and, and trying to pull away from it, distance myself from it. I cannot be a part of this. I cannot be a part of these people because they're so disgusting. So anyway, uh, I was watching The Watchmen last night. And I don't know if you guys have seen this, but they opened up the show up with uh, the, the opening scene. I know it's kind of a spoiler, but it's the very opening scene, so it doesn't really spoil much. You'll find it out the very first thing when you turn the show on. But they open the show up with the riots at Black Wall Street. And the sad thing is, when people watch that, the vast majority of people will probably think that it's fiction, that they just made it up for the show. But that shit actually happened, man. Where the Because... A black guy supposedly flirted with a white woman in an elevator or something. They burned the whole fucking city down. They the whole fucking neighborhood down. Not the city, the, the neighborhood down. It was the the most successful black neighborhood probably in the history of America. The richest black neighborhood. They went and they fucking burned the whole thing. That was the first time in America, the only time in American history, that Americans flew planes and bombed their own cities. They literally flew planes and they firebombed the black neighborhood. They killed hundreds of black people over this. This was less than 100 years ago, folks. So if you want to know why we're in the situation we are in today, why this stuff matters, because this stuff reverberates through times. It sends ripples through times, and this stuff that happened still has effects on people today. It still has effects on society today. This is the white power structure that got set up in this country that still exists today. Still the reason that white people on average have 10 times more money than black people. The number one leading indicator on how successful you will be in life. And we can't ignore this stuff. You're going to be like, oh, it's identity politics. We we can't ignore reality just because you want to label it something and to use that to dismiss it. It's real life, folks. We have to confront reality as it is and correct it. It's the only way we're ever going to fucking change things. So I thought it was pretty good. The Watchmen, if you get a chance to watch it, I thought the opening episode was pretty cool. I'm looking forward to seeing how it goes. And uh, when you watch that opening scene about what happened at Black Wall Street, know that shit really happened. This is America. This is the country we live in. It's not a fucking great country. And uh, while we're at it, why don't we watch a couple fights already? Let's watch some other motherfuckers get knocked out. So, uh, loud. So anyway, uh, I guess this dude here is beefing with this other dude here. No, this dude's beefing with him. All white people look the same to me. So uh, this dude, apparently, this incredibly in-shape dude is obviously a real tough guy. And uh, he's beefing with this other guy over here. So scroll up a little bit. And so they're they're jawing at each other. They're doing the tough guy thing, jawing at each other. So this other guy walks up. And he's going to be a fucking tough guy and slap this guy's hat off his head. Let's watch it. Look at him. Such a tough guy. What are you fucking talking to my friend for? I slap your fucking hat off. Motherfucker, you want to fight me? I will whoop your ass. And uh, let's see how that goes for him. Yep. That's how that went for you, motherfucker. Yep. Cop goes and breaks it up. That dude is out for like minutes. He got fucking knocked the fuck out. That's why you don't act like a tough guy, folks. That's why you don't get in fights and start shit. I've talked about this a lot, folks, how my grandfather was in a bar fight and my grandfather accidentally killed the other man in the bar fight. Didn't mean to. Killed his ass and did years in jail for killing a guy on accident. So you could very easily be killed yourself. You could very easily kill somebody else. That's why you shouldn't fight in public. That's why you don't pick shit. But also... This is why you're not like a fucking tough guy. Because you can very easily get your ass handed to you. There'll be video of it. And this guy will be a fucking clown for his whole life. He will never live this down. He will be made fun of this for fucking ever. And he's still out. That's why you don't do that, dumbass. 
mistakes were made. Hopefully lessons were learned. And uh, in this video, let me just say, uh, do not stand in this fucking dude's doorway because he don't like that shit. Is this your vehicle? What is it playing? Why is it playing shit in the background? Anyway. Get out of this dude's doorway now. Okay, you're asking for it. You better leave his doorway. He's not leaving the doorway. You video tape this? Watch this shit. Boom! Bitch ass N word. I can't say it because I'm white, but. Funny as shit. Shut the fuck out of that dude. Lock the door behind him. Walk away all cool breeze. Let me see that shit. And this truck driver, he fucking knows what's up. He's the hero of the day. I guess this guy was breaking into a car and then he gets caught and he's like, run away. Oh no, you don't get me. He's like, haha, I'm gonna get away. I'm too fast for you guys. And this truck driver's like, nope. Boom. Hells yeah. Oh shit. That had to hurt out of nowhere. That's what you get, you thieving motherfucker. Kudos to that truck driver. Good looking out. And uh, this video went viral too, folks. How in the fuck is this even possible? This, uh, I don't know if she's Muslim or Sikh or whatever she is, but she basically spider woman. This woman can climb faster than I can fucking run. This seems humanly impossible. Take a look at this shit. Here we go. On your mark, get set, go! Oh, I was too early. Look at this shit. How the fuck? Holy shit, it's like gravity doesn't even exist for her. <laughs> I literally can't even run that fast. That's crazy. Holy shit, that's a fucking strength. Definitely not a woman I'm gonna mess with. For sure. Anyway, let's take a break and read the chats. What you guys have to say about that? You enjoying these videos? Ouch! Yep. Bravo. Hell yeah. This is toxic masculinity. Yep. True that. It is toxic masculinity. I agree with that. Um, don't fight beefy fat people. Don't fight anybody if you can help it. There's no reason to really fight anybody, in my opinion. You know, we should be adults and talk shit out. And if you hit me, I'm just going to stab you. Stabby, stabby. I ain't got no reason to fight nobody. My stomach just cried. You hear that? Dusty hungry. I've been on a diet lately trying to lose some weight because I'm all fucking chunky and shit. Get it together, Dusty. I am. Hey, it's perfectly okay to cry. You know, I, I made fun of Jordan Peterson for crying a little bit. But I didn't make fun of him for crying. I made fun of him for crying because people were being mean to him on fate, on Twitter, right? He's crying about himself. When I cry, it's usually about other people and injustices done to other people. That's perfectly fine to cry about. And it's, you know, it's not unmanly to cry. It's not unmanly to have emotions. It's perfectly fine to do that. You know, and it's normal and it's human. The only reason that I don't sit here and cry more is because I have a show to do. But if the show wasn't on, I'd have no problem fucking here sitting and weeping over this shit because it's shit that should be weeped about, you know? It's shit that should make you sad and it should upset you. Just thinking about it makes me upset. But, you know, I'm not a victim. I don't look at myself as a victim, so I don't cry over anything that happens to me. I cry over what happens to other people because there are other people out there that are victims of the system. And it's, you know, it, it, it is depressing and sad. Um, <laughs> Your stomach growl because it's on too many vegetables. I know, right? Too much soy. Need to go get me some beef, but not going to do that because, you know, cows are basically just big, floofy dogs. They're very friendly and nice, and I do not want to kill them, so. Um, crying about other people is fine, but crying about mean people in Twitter is different. Yeah, exactly, right? 
but especially from somebody whose fan base is such assholes or such bullies, and he never fucking calls them out. He never says, hey, don't go bully that person. No, he's fucking the cheerleader on bullying. But when it happens to him, suddenly he's too frail to even look at Twitter. Just absolutely ridiculous. It's manly to cry, unless you're Jordan Peterson. Uh, no, it's manly to cry as long as you're crying about the, you know, something that's legitimate. Not if you're crying about fucking people being mean to you on Twitter. It's just when you're a fucking Twitter bully yourself. Hey, I love you, Galaxy Punk. See if you have any super chats before you continue the show. Oh, I got $40. Wow, that's very generous. That's the biggest donation I've had in a long time. You're the man, Dusty. How could I be the man when you are obviously the man? You're the biggest support I've had on the show in months, dude. Really appreciate that. That means a whole lot to me, man. Uh, Zach Cheney gave me $1.99. Thank you, Zach Cheney. Appreciate that. Patty, Patty Anderson, my number two biggest fan she's been with for a long time. You're not a fan. I would love to send you more, but I still have to buy my herpes meds and my antidepressants. I love you. Kiss the kitties and puppies. I will. Ain't no shame in having herpes. I got herpes too, folks. I get Ever since I was little, I got fever blisters on my lips and shit. And uh, it, it ain't because I didn't anything bad. It's not because I had any kind of nasty sex or went down or any kind of nasty women. It was literally I was a child. It's because it runs in your family. So I think it's only like 99% of people have herpes or something. So it's nothing to be ashamed about. It's easily treatable. I have this little uh, chapstick that I put on me every once in a while when I have outbreaks. I don't have them very often anymore. I've outgrown them for the most part. But he said that shit all the time. It was fucking awful. Uh, Beast Nation 39. These types ain't snowflakes. They bro flakes. I know, right? The Joe Rogan fans of the bro science. It's so cringe. Here, Dusty, you earned it. Thank you for all you do. Go Bernie. I already read that, but thank you. Appreciate that, Zach Cheney. So nice. I read it twice, and I want to thank Andrew Bourne again for the $40 donation. That really means a lot. Very motivating. Thanks a lot, dude. That's very generous of you. Let's continue with the show. Um, so save energy. This tweet went around. It, may, it basically got dunked on, but anyway, here's a picture of a guy with a big, thick back, and he's like, ancient men conquered cities. Put them to the sword and fire. Meanwhile, you go to a wine bar with your girlfriend and enjoy tasteful banter. You are gay. And oh my God. Talking about toxic masculinity. Holy shit. This is so fucking cringe. Yeah, dude. You know, if you want to, you still can go murder innocent people because rich assholes told you to. You can risk your life because you were ordered to by rich dipshits. It's called the military. You can still join that shit if you want to. And imagine thinking going on a date with your girlfriend is gay. That is peak bro. You can't get any more fucking bro than this. And it's exactly the same energy as this. This here is probably our best-selling love seat, says man who would have been powerful, revered warrior 4,000 years ago. Yep. Poor men. They're so emasculated these days by the fact that they can't murder people. Just so sad, dude. Seriously. We got to do better than this as men. It's, it's, this kind of thing is just embarrassing. It's in, this is why I don't like care if people call me a woman or if they misgender me. Like I don't give, I don't really consider myself a, a, a man as far as society's definition of what the gender of man is supposed to be. Cause like, I'm not a part of this whatsoever. Like I don't want to fight you. I don't want to kill people. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to play sports. It all seems so fucking boring and silly to me. So much talk. I'm not saying all sports are toxic masculinity either, but a lot, large percentage of it is no interest to me whatsoever. And, uh, Oh, God. Fucking Iron Mouth's wrong. It's a Bernie crowd. Imagine the smell. This is something he deleted because he got dunked on so bad. Yep. Bernie supporters, they stink so bad, don't they? They're just the lowest of the low. But 
they're not, are they? In my observation, aren't Bernie people usually pretty well-to-do, pretty respectful people who are empathetic? They're not smelly, disgusting people. You're thinking of yourself, right? You're thinking of incels, Ian. You know, you're thinking of conserv. You're thinking of your own crew. Imagine this guy talking about the hygienic habits of other people. Unironically, it's just inc- fucking incredible. And multiple people dumped dunked on him for good reason. This guy, you you can like th- this guy is prime reason the internet is not scratch and sniff. This is why there'll never be no internet smellovision because of guys like this literally making fun of other people. For their hygiene. One of the grossest motherfuckers ever. And uh, let's read some tweets from Ian Miles Wrong. So I left my Red Bull out for five minutes. And it's already covered in ants. Fucking hate tropical climates. Well, I put a bunch of ant poison outside. And now the floor of my office is literally covered with thousands of dead and dying ants. My bacon sprinkles were filled with ants once. And I had no idea until I milled a bunch of it onto the soup I was having. You have never seen horror until you see ants streaming out of your keyboard. So yes, this is the guy making fun of others for bad hygiene. Just such a double standard, folks. There's a different set of rules for them, right? And they they can't see it. They don't have any fucking self-awareness whatsoever. But he'll like post and he'll get like thousands of likes from people who have a different set of rules, right? Just just a gross human in every way. Just and I hate to make fun of the way he looks. I don't hate it that much because he kind of deserves it because he's a big fucking hypocrite who's making fun of Bernie Sanders supporters for smelling or whatnot. But still, at the same time, that's not the main reason you're gross. The main reason you're gross is because of your personality, because you're just such a fucking dumb shit. There are dudes out there that look like you who get women. Dudes that are actually cool and have self-confidence, you know, and, and are, are comfortable in their own skin, who are not nearly as gross as you are. It's just it's your personality, dude. I feel bad for him, but at the same time, not that much, because he doesn't really deserve it that much. And uh, speaking of toxic masculinity and other motherfuckers who are uh, living in glass houses and throwing stones, undercover as a beta male at the Bernie rally. New video coming soon. That's right. Bernie supporters, they stink, and they're such beta males, and you have to go undercover. You got to be an alpha male like this guy who drinks his own piss. Piss drinker Joey Salads. Loving his own piss. That's how you be a true fucking alpha male. Not like the fucking betas at Bernie Sanders rally, but like piss drinkers who support Trump. Hell yeah, that's where it's all about. This guy's actually running for Senate, folks. This is a actual candidate on the conservative side. This is what conservative politics is like in the United States. And these motherfuckers are winning. They're winning. They control most of the government, folks. It's just too insane to take seriously, folks. You can't. You can't take it too seriously or else you're going to be depressed all the time. You got to laugh to keep from crying. And uh, the, the things these people say, they don't actually believe what they're saying. Like, I, I, I was wrong. Name a better negotiator than Donald Trump. I bet you can't. He doesn't believe this. There's no way he believes this. There's no way he believes Donald Trump is a good negotiator. There, there's no way he actually believes Donald Trump is intelligent. It's just their whole shtick is about being petty. Is about triggering the libs. And so they just say anything that they think will upset people and they get supported for them. Because the, their, the entire foundation of modern conservatism is about pettiness, is about trying to upset people. And it's so transparent and cringe, but it, it, it appeals to the lowest common denominator, which most of them are conservative. And they make tons of fucking money off this shit. It's uh, sad, but it's reality. Welcome to America. This is America, yo. Bitches be tripping. And uh, 
doesn't seem much better in Canada. Canada seems pretty fucking ridiculous also. Apparently, Justin Trudeau met with protesters in blackface. These motherfuckers are literally protesting him for doing something that they're literally doing. What in the fuck is wrong with you? Dudes, like, holy fucking shit. Hey, I think you're wrong for wearing blackface. I'm going to prove it by wearing blackface. But obviously, these are just trolls, right? These are conservatives who don't really have a problem with Trudeau wearing blackface. They just want to upset people. Just like I and Miles wrong. It's all about pettiness. It's all this toxic troll culture that is uh, forwarded by people like PewDiePie, Sargon, 4chan. It's just gross, you know. But that's society we live in. That's why we fight, folks. That's why I do this show. No matter how unpopular this show is, that's why I continue to do it and speak out against it because somebody's got to talk about this shit. Very, very few people in my observation or talk about this stuff like i don't see anybody talking about this stuff really i don't see anybody doing a show like this where they're actually calling this shit out repeatedly and talking about it so somebody has to fucking do this shit um uh, speaking of which you guys should tell your friends about the show you guys should help try to make the show more popular and if you haven't already done it why haven't you fucking liked the video all you have to do is push a fucking button it's the least you can goddamn do for the hours of entertainment i'm giving you guys for free come on hbo help a brother out and uh this hits home for me this is, seems like almost a personal attack on me, folks. I'm going to tell you a story why after I read this. Straight person. So, you're gay? Gay person. Yes. Straight person. Okay. You don't have a crush on me, do you? Gay person. No, you're not my type. Straight person. Offended! And holy shit, man. I totally feel this. Something like this happened to me. Almost exactly. And uh, this is going to sound really gay, folks. But uh, I didn't think about it as gay at the time. But like when I was 16 years old... Uh, I was living on my own. I had my own apartment, and I went to school in the daytime. I went to high school in the daytime. I had a job at night. And uh, for a brief period of time, I was looking for an apartment, and so I didn't have a place to stay. So I stayed with my buddy, uh, whose name is John, John Vaughn. Um, and John Vaughn had a small room, and he had one, like it was, a, I guess it was a queen-size bed. And uh, for a couple weeks, me and John Vaughn slept in the same bed together. Now, we were just real good friends. Like, it was nothing gay, nothing sexual whatsoever. I just needed a place to stay, and... And there was no room on the floor in his room. It was really fucking crowded in there. So I slept in the same bed with him, right? It was nothing to it. We were just friends. I didn't think anything of it at the time at all. And um, so a couple years later, my, I was talking to my brother. I have a brother uh, who's like six foot tall, handsome, good looking dude. And uh, he was telling me a story about one time he was staying over at John Vaughn's house and they were sleeping in the same bed. And John Vaughn made a pass at him, tried to do gay stuff with him, man. And uh, I was like, holy shit. I slept next to this dude for weeks and he never made a pass at me. What's wrong with me? I'm not good enough to make a gay sexual pass at. Holy shit, man. I was like crushed, man. Like I would have been into it, but I'd have been flattered at least. But nope, I guess I wasn't good enough for you, John Vaughn. Or I don't know. Maybe he just was afraid I wouldn't be into it, which I would have been into it. My brother wasn't into it either. But I mean, you could have at least asked. Shit, dude. Throw me a bone. I mean, not really throw me a bone, but you know what I'm saying. I guess I gotta throw you a bone. I'd be a top, definitely. I can't be a bottom. Like nothing's going to my butthole, and I, I just I, I don't want to suck dick. I just don't want to do it. But like, if you want to suck my dick, like I don't really see the difference between a guy sucking your dick and a girl sucking your dick. To me, it's pretty much the same thing. And I I see like I used to run gay websites, and dudes, some of those dudes are really fucking good at sucking dick, man. They got that shit down, and they got those strong man hands that can really grip the dick real good. So I don't see the fucking difference, dude. Like I've never had a good dude suck my dick, but I'm just saying like. If it happens, it happens. I ain't going to hate on it too bad. But anyway, next up, this from from Habib. And oh, God, we're going to dunk on Lauren Chin a little bit. This is so hard to believe that this is fucking real, folks. Keep in mind, folks, Lauren Chin is mixed race. 
Let's have a listen. This, this whole idea of different races and cultures living together side by side, um, it's not really been tried before. It, mm. it really hasn't. Let's this this whole idea of different races and cultures living together side by side, um, it's not really been tried before. Yes, it has been tried before repeatedly. Different races and cultures have lived together throughout time. I, right now, am the only white motherfucker in an all-black neighborhood, and it's beautiful! Holy shit, everybody here is so nice to me. I'm living the experiment. How can someone who is mixed-raced say this shit? Like, no self-awareness whatsoever, folks. It's like, it's hard to believe this is not parody. And what's even funnier about this, her show is literally called Pseudo-Intellectual. Blink, 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 blink. How the fuck is this real life, folks? I mean, it's an amazingly good name. It fits perfectly, but like, does she know what that means? Does she know that it's not a compliment? I mean, I guess it's supposed to be tongue-in-cheek, but oh God, it fits so perfectly. I guess kudos to her for being honest. But um, this is what happens when you're homeschooled, folks. This is some more shit from her. Let's have a listen. I mean, if you are a black person or someone who's part black like Kamala Harris, but your African heritage is not from the United States yeah. slave trade, can you say the N-word when really it's like Very true. you you weren't part of that uh, oppression? Oh, God. So fucking stupid. Here's the thing, dude. No matter if you're part of the African slave trade heritage or not, you have the black experience because you're black. And that is still a word that is used against you to belittle you and demonize you as a black person. Doesn't matter where the fuck you came from. It's about your fucking experience, right? So these people want to say this word so bad. They're so butthurt. They're not allowed to say this one particular word. Oh my God, why can't we say it? Why do you want to say it so much? I know why, but uh, I just want you to say it. Explain to me why you're so in love with this word that you're just determined to say it regardless. And uh, yeah, aren't they supposed to be the facts over Phil's party? But uh, this is funny. Basically, she's like, nine out of 10 academics disagree with me, which means they're wrong. Clearly they're wrong and I'm right when 9 out of 10 intelligent people disagree with me. So let's listen to her and then I'll dunk on her afterwards. Even consider the fact that young people have always been less conservative than older voters, young people today are still less likely than ever to identify as being conservative or libertarian. For example, in 2002, 27% of millennial voters identified as Republican. In 2017, however, that number dropped to a mere 17%. So why is this happening? To be honest, and again, I don't mean to sound negative, my job... Uh, I'll tell you, the reason it's happening is because we have the internet now, and you can fact check conservative lies, and you guys get dunked on all over the fucking place, so kids these days are smarter, and they're catching on to the grift, and they're realizing you guys are destroying the fucking planet, sucking all the money out, the top 1%, and using that as power and a cudgel to make sure you stay in power and rule over us for eternity, and kids are sick of it. Kids are, the millennials these days, they can't afford housing anymore. They can't find good jobs, and it's because the fucking boomers have destroyed this goddamn country even worse than it already was, and, you know, they're waking up to it. That's the reason, and it scares reactionary conservatives like you, but you're a dinosaur who will go extinct eventually, and you should. Job here isn't just to demoralize all of you. Uh, it's because the left and especially progressives have been very, very strategic at placing themselves in positions of power in institutions that people, especially young people, interact with on a daily basis. If you watch a TV show or movie, if you listen to the mainstream media, if you follow a celebrity on social media, if you check out what kinds of causes and candidates 
mainstream figures or brands are endorsing. If you attend your average middle school... But I mean, on YouTube, conservatives still rule YouTube. Anti-SUW still rule YouTube. I mean, because they have all the money. You know, when people like Temple make a million dollars simply for putting up a website, it's because the rich people in this country and in the entire world, actually, are funding the shit out of you guys. And so you guys still have a huge footprint and you're just playing the victim, crying about it and not being honest as usual. High school, don't even get me started about universities. You're just not very likely to encounter opinions, positions that are pro-liberty, pro-small government, pro-individual freedom. Today, it's been estimated that Democrat voting academics outnumber their Republican voting, Republican voting colleagues nine to one. And if you think that this overwhelming liberal bias in universities isn't affecting students and young voters. Okay, there's a reason for that. Because the more educated you are, the more likely you are to be liberal. That's, you don't like that answer, but that's what it is, you know. The fact over Phil's party, it is estimated that 9 out of 10 experts disagree with everything we say. Yeah, there's a reason for that. The more you research, and not only research and study, the more you're around other people. Like when you go to college and you're around other cultures, people from other walks of life and, you know, other demographics than you, you start to realize we're all one. You start to have more empathy for people. And the more empathy you have, the more likely you are to be liberal. The more likely you are to fight for people who are different than you. The more likely you are to want a robust social safety net to help the poorest and most vulnerable among us. It's just natural to be that way. Education makes you less religious because you realize it's all bullshit. It's ancient fairy tales, you know, that have been written by the primitive screwheads to control you. You know, education kills religion dead. I know you don't like this stuff. It's hard for your little pea brain to understand, but that's the fucking reason. It's because we're smarter than you. We're more educated than you. You don't have to like it, but you should learn to love it because it's reality. And, uh, what time is it? Got 10 minutes, all right? Let me see if I can power through the rest of the show in 10 minutes. Um, they are literally just trying to call for violence now, folks. They're, they're, I pointed to this time and time again where Trump is talking about a civil war and the people that are posting are like, yeah, I got your back, Trump. I will die for you. Imagine if liberals did this exactly what this person said can you imagine the endless outrage from the skeptosphere if a lefty said something like platforming fascists on campus will start a war in this country but they don't they, the anti-hcws all these fucking channels who continuously blow anything antifa does out of proportion never talk about the constant violent rhetoric from the right because it doesn't fit in their fucking narrative because it doesn't play well with their audience their conservative reactionary audience they built up and who funds them but imagine what they would say if a, uh, a liberal said something like this. I don't think that they recognize the ire of parents in suburbia. Like, I don't think that they recognize that there are a lot of Christian women who for a while, maybe they were kind of considering voting Democrat because you know what? They don't like President Trump and uh, they don't like what's going on at the border. And they kind of just think the whole Trumpian thing, the whole... Um, demonization of the press is uncouth. They are just not attracted to his style. There might have been some suburban moms who previously voted Republican who were thinking about voting Democrat. In fact, we know that's kind of been a movement. He's just not attractive to suburban moms. You start telling, start telling suburban moms that you're going to infiltrate their schools. Start telling suburban moms that you're going to start telling them what they can teach their kids. Start telling... Literally, nobody's doing that, though. They're just 
lying, building straw man to fear monger and make people want to be violent. Christian suburban moms that you are not going to allow their pastor to preach what they want to preach about marriage. Start no one is saying that whatsoever. Now, they are challenging whether you should have taxes at status, which I challenge that too. But that is not saying that you can't teach whatever you want to teach. That is saying if you do this, then you might lose your taxes at status, which you absolutely should, right? Infiltrating our belief system. Start, uh, start infiltrating uh, our private schools. Start messing with our kids. Start indoctrinating our kids. See how long that lasts. I think you underestimate the passion and the protectiveness of suburban Christian moms. This will start a war in this country. This will start a war in this country if you try, if you try to influence our kids through indoctrinating them at school or at church or whatever, if you mess with our private institutions that we have worked very hard uh, to protect and to protect the religious liberty of, you will start a war. Like literally, literally what she's complaining about is they're just trying to make kids be more open and uh, less hateful towards homosexuality, towards gay people and trans people, you know, which is exactly what we should be doing, right? We should be normalizing it. We should be ending bullying towards them. But they're so afraid that someone's going to come in and challenge their bigotry that they're literally threatening to start wars over it. So where are all these fucking anti-SCWs to call this shit out? They're, they're nowhere because, like I said, it, it doesn't play well. Doesn't play with their bank account. They don't have the fucking guts to do it. I'll do it though. Fuck these motherfuckers. And on my last show, I got called out because apparently I was talking about this motherfucker on this picture. I was talking about this cool ass jack o' lantern. I thought it was badass. And I called this person Mario. When clearly they have a fucking L on their goddamn hat. This is clearly Luigi, right? So, I mean, obviously, this is a proof that uh, all Italians look the same to me. I'm an Italian racist. I'm sorry, folks. But uh, in my defense, a lot of people have been shitting on me over this because they're like, Dusty, you, play, you claim to be this old school gamer and you don't even know the difference between Mario and Luigi. That just proves that you're a fake, man. You're not an old school gamer. But in my defense, like growing up, I didn't have a Sega Genesis. All right. All I had was a Nintendo. So I don't know the difference between Luigi and Mario. Right. So uh, my bad. I don't know what you guys are thinking. You're thinking, Dusty, are you joking right now? Never! Never fucking joke. I came out of my mom's vagina serious as fuck! You know me. No sense of humor whatsoever. And, uh... Let me see. Let me pick a couple more out. I got about five minutes left. Oh, God. Have you seen this woman? This woman's trying so hard to get a man to pick her. She basically believes women are just slaves. The role of a woman should be as defined. Cook, clean, and have sex with a husband. Raise the kids. Not argue with the husband. Let husbands make decisions. Be submissive at all times. If all women were like this, the world would be a better place. You're talking about slavery. That's fucking slavery. The world w would not be a better place for women. It might be a better place for men. I guess some men, but holy shit. All feminists are middle-aged, heartbroken lesbians. There, I said it. That's the tweet. Um, I am middle-aged, but I'm a feminist, and I'm not heartbroken. I do pretty well with the ladies, especially now that I'm white-headed. Man, I gotta say, man, these women are digging this fucking white hair. I don't know what it is, but it's like catnip. I'm getting so much play. These, I don't want the play. Like, I don't need the play, but I, I... Anyway, there, I said it. That's the tweet. Genius tweet. Definitely worth 1,600 likes, isn't it? These should be the weekend goes for all American women. Please, you're a man at least 2x. Don't eat shit. Well, don't put beer in your butthole. That'd be good. And then you would eat shit. You don't want to look like a pig. Clean the damn house. 
Let him watch football. No arguing, no complaining. If you don't wake up with a wet, crusty panties, you're doing it wrong. Holy shit, dude. Like, ugh. Ugh, 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 gross. Like, this woman's gross. Here is a common fact. Women cannot be friends with women. In the end, one will always backstab the other. Sleep with her husband, talk nonsense behind her back, make up lies. Holy shit, she really hates fucking women, doesn't she? It's obvious that she just hates women and so she wants them to be submissive slaves who are miserable all the time to men in order to make society better. What a fucking psychopath. Especially when one is prettier or younger or thinner than the other. It never works. This is the same woman who also tell you that uh, women can't be friends with men because there'll always be, you know, that sexual tension there. So basically, women can't be friends with anyone. They basically just have to be sex slaves, submissive, doormats that do whatever their husband tell them to. That's religion for you, folks. I'm glad I am not a woman that has to live under that kind of... Uh, trying to think of the word for it. Pressure? The pressure to be that way? That kind of religious bullshit. And uh, let's see, skip around here. Um, let me skip that one. Uh, this is a crazy-ass video. I don't know if you guys saw this one. This went viral. This kid fell out of a two-story window. And then he just happened to fall right in the back of this fucking rickshaw. Talk about being in the right place at the right time. Look at this. Bill! <laughs> Holy shit, that could have been bad. That little kid's brains would have been splattered everywhere, but instead, nope, right in the rickshaw. That's like a one in a billion type thing, isn't it? And apparently uh, his parents were so thankful they bought this person's kids a bunch of clothes and gave him a bunch of money for uh, saving the life of their kid. But I mean, he didn't do anything really, just walking by, didn't even know what the fuck was going on, and all of a sudden, boom! That is one lucky-ass kid right there. Holy shit, and... This is definitely not the way you get rid of ants, folks. This guy's like, hey, I'm just going to fucking pour gasoline all over my goddamn ant pile and then throw a match on it. What's the worst that could happen? Uh, yeah, it could be this. Boom! Yeah. Poor dog. His dog's going to be killed. That's not what you want, dude. So anyway, heads up. Don't do that. Don't fucking pour gasoline on ant piles and throw matches on it. Not advised, suboptimal, and uh, you have the right to remain silent. Impossible! I'm vegan! <laughs> I love vegan jokes, folks, but this reminds me to pressure you guys into not eating meat as much. There are lots of really good vegetarian options. If you're out wanting fast food, you should try an Impossible Whopper. It tastes really good, and, you know, replacing a meal or two a week with vegetables instead of eating meat and harming animals is better for the environment and also for animal suffering, so please consider doing that. Just thought I'd give a little shout-out for that, and... um. Speaking of animals that get mistreated, I fucking hate these people who abuse bulls. They get exactly what they deserve, like this motherfucker. Boom! Yeah, that's what you get, dumbass out there fucking with a bull. And they're like, hey, get up, get up, dude, get up, run over here. Run over here where you'll be safe. And he's like, yeah, get me away from that bull. Nope! Got hit again! That's what you get, dipshit. Love to see that hoisted by your own petard and, uh... They become self-aware, folks? Not really. I wish this was true, but they still don't get it. Never underestimate the power of stupid people in large groups. Trump, make America great again! But nope, they definitely don't see the irony here, folks. They don't understand. They have no self-awareness whatsoever. Wish they did, but it's still fun to make fun of them. And we'll end with this one. Little palate cleanser here. Something that's cute as fuck that'll make your day. And like, I'm not saying this cat is a gold digger, but yes, I am. This cat is a fucking gold digger. Look at this little fucking gold digging cat. 
I know all about this shit. This is how my cats are. I love you so much. I'm going to love on you so much. I'm doing this because I love you. And can I have your food? No, you can't have my food. Get away from my food. But I love you. I love you completely legitimately. My love for you has nothing to do with that food right there. And uh, can I have it? Because I love you. We see right there, you kidding. We know what you're doing. <laughs> it's like, nope. What? Why? Why can't I have it? So much love. <laughs> Cute as shit. But we see right through you. You're transparent. He don't know he's transparent, though. He's too stupid to fool a human. Anyway, that's all the material I have tonight, folks. Let me check the chat, see what you guys have to say. Impossible Whopper is delicious. It is delicious. I've really enjoyed the Pots of Whoppers. I don't eat as much anymore because I've been on my diet lately, but uh, I recommend it for you guys. Got to support these companies that are doing these good things. This woman is a self-loather. Yes, totally self-loather. Obviously just wants to be a slave to her husband. You know, I don't know if she's married or not, but definitely wants a, wants that dick. Wants that dick to be submissive to. Now, she's probably just a sub and wants a dom, and that's the only, th only way she thinks she can get it as a Christian. I think a lot of women are that way. Creepy as fuck. Let's see what else we got here. I hate dumb broads. Well, that's not a nice way to put it. That is a sexist way to put it. I do not advocate talking about women like that. Let me check the uh, super chat, see if I have any more. Blue Tacom gave me $10 and says, You rock! You're the only atheist channel I watch on YouTube besides Mr. Atheist and occasionally Hugo and Jake. Have you gotten a chance to show support to Hugo, who is openly going through her transition? Yeah, I gave a shout out to Hugo not long ago. I wish she would hurry up and pick her new name because I feel weird about calling her Hugo. But uh, I guess it's okay with her, so it's okay with me. Shout out to Hugo. We with you. Don't let the shitheads get you down. And uh, Sinon, give me $5. That Susanna Twitter account reads like a really weird erotic blog. I know, right? It's basically like Dom and Sub shit. It's porn. She's being porn. And uh, Peter... Tor gave me, uh, I think that is Norway Kroners. 100. Appreciate that. Heads up, I donated one uh, NOK with a message, but it doesn't show. Did you did you do beat it? I don't know, man. I'm sorry about that. When I look at my account, the money has been confirmed extracted. I hope it found its way to you, my friend. I appreciate that. I'm sorry I didn't get your question, but uh, your support really means a lot, and you fucking rock, dude. Appreciate that. Django Fett, $2. Luigi's last name is Mario, so you're right. Haha, <laughs> I didn't know that. Luigi's last name is Mario? Is Mario's last name Mario? Is it Mario Mario? I got questions, but thank you for letting me know. Did not know. Uh, tell you what, boy. Give me four ninety nine. I'll tell you what, boy. You pretty fucking cool. Thank you. If I was gay, I'd make a pass at you. Thank you, de devious devil. I would take your pass. I don't know what I would do with it, but I might catch it. You never know. Uh, Lane Diggity says, $5. What up, Dusty? What up, Lane Diggity? The show is a breath of fresh air. I appreciate that. I'm doing the best I can here. You guys' support really means a lot to me. Uh, you read mine twice. Here's a little more. Thank you, Zach Cheney. It was so nice. I had to read it twice. Thank you for the $1.99. And uh, Brian Corby, keep up the good fight. I will, Brian. Thank you for the support. As long as you guys keep supporting me, I will keep up the fight. And Django Fett, cheers. Cheers to you, Django Fett. I really appreciate that, man. You guys are really kind. Um, very motivating. Make me want to keep doing this show. And I'm going to keep doing the show. In fact, I'm going to be back on Friday. Yep, for Filter Friday, we're going to do Filter Friday again this Friday. Going to try to find some new filters, if they put some new filters up there. But if not, we'll do the classics. We'll do the fucking avocado. I will be a chicken nugget. I will be a hamburger. I will be a tree. I will be a giraffe. I will be all the greats. And we'll have a fucking good time. As always, you want to support the show, please consider supporting me on Patreon. Patreon.com, which that's podcast. And uh, 
dollar or two a month, whatever you can afford. Like any little bit really helps, folks. Uh, beggars can't be choosers. I definitely appreciate it. And also in the description of this video, there's lots of other ways you can support the show. We have merchandise. We have ways you can directly tip. Uh, all kinds of shit. Check that out if you want to help out the show. I will be back on Friday. I love you guys so much, man. I really appreciate you guys supporting me on the show. Hanging out with you guys is real fun. Makes my Mondays and Fridays much more enjoyable. And uh, as always, till next time, Logic Dudes, fuck yes. Thanks for joining me, guys. Good night.